podcast, right? I don't take life seriously at all, bro. Like, it's one of those things I get one of them, so I'm going to have fun. You live life. Oh, every day, bro. I got one of those snappers, though. This is a real podcast. This is a real podcast? This is a real podcast. You sure this isn't CGI <laughs> or simulated? I don't know. You see that poster? Is this a canon event? Damn! Marshall Mathers? Marshall fucking Mathers wow. signed that shit, dude. What does it say? It says, let me be on your pod, BB. That's it. Shout so, out to Marshall. Yo, maybe I'll let that fool on one maybe day. one time for the one time. I feel, yo, Mr. Mr. Eminem. Kind of thirsty. I remember I got an Eminem CD. I traded a D12 promo CD for oh, Eminem's. Shit. And I, I t- kept telling people... When I got the CD, it had a vitamin on it. Yeah. And it wasn't vitamin. It was a Vicodin. Yeah, Vicodin. And I didn't know what it was, bro. I just put that shit in. It was like, hi, my name is. And my grandma was like, I don't care what you listen to. Just don't like listen to it loud. So oh, all through shit. my childhood, my grandmother let me explore music. The only con- uh, condition she had was like, don't play with guns. Like, don't play with water guns, squirt pistols, the little even the blaster, the shit, none of that. So I could listen. I listened. I had a free range of music as a kid. So I would just listen to the radio. Like while people were listening to rap, I was over here listening to Smash Mouth. Oh, like somebody yep, like that. Yep. All that. All that. When Ryan Seacrest was on ninety eight point seven, I'd call every day, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Can I hear? Can I hear what? Smash Mouth? Oh my All Star!" And then they were like, "It's coming, kid." And it's coming ten I, times I, in an hour. I'm a, I'm a date myself. Uh. When that song came out, they were giving away PT Cruisers. Oh, my God. Yes. A PT Cruiser. And my goal my goal was like my grandmother didn't have a car. And then she was like, she couldn't drive, but I didn't know why she couldn't drive. And I still kind of don't know to this day. And I was like, I'm going to win us a PT Cruiser. So my grandmother no longer has to take access service or the taxi. Aw. Never won the PT Cruiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heart was in the good place. I was trying. Um, forgot to turn the air on, bro. Well, you got, and you bro, got yeah, we got air too. Let you me got AC in this let joint. Me, let me text Brian down there, dude. We gotta put the air. This man got AC, y'all. This is sophisticated. I don't want right you here. to get warm, dude, because you got a hoodie on. I know you're repping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah, rep the brand, dude. Exactly. You know. Booty hustler. Ain't Shout nobody. out to you. We'll get into the booty. Oh, of though. course. The pause. But pause, right? <laughs> um, Gary. Yes, sir. Gary King, guys. Gary King Jr. Gary King Jr. Not to be mistaken with my father, because he may owe somebody money. And oh, shit. Yes. You got to pay that debt, though. No, That's how not. it goes. I do not. The sins of the father will not be paid by the son by me. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Let me find my brother. Welcome to Downtime with Downstar, guys. And we are, uh, we're we're back, man. Thank, thank you, you for, for having me. Thank you for coming, bro. I appreciate anytime, it, dude. Anytime. Um, you came over maybe a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We laced up your uh, supercharger. Yes, I am waiting for my lid, so the bolts aren't on yet. Respectfully, mm. uh, they will be on hopefully before this versus that. Got you. So I'm supposed to be. That's the drag racing show in Hoonigan. Everybody always wants to race me. I am perfectly defeated, and I will accept that. Mm. So you're one of those SEMA guys that wants free stuff and then just be like, ah, oh, I. No, false. I forgot it. Big false. Big false. I didn't forget. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> it's not on you. The lid that so before I sound like a bullshitter, the lid I was getting uh ceramic coated, a Cerakoted oh, in that's the American right, that's flag. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lid is that's ready right. and they had to cut off some bumps and he'd shaved down the wrong part and it's just like a miscommunication. Oh. So it's it's he didn't fuck it up. It is just one of those it prolonged the process and now I'm like stressing out because now my fucking car is shorting out. It cranks but no starting mind you i was ripping on this fucking thing all weekend 
went to a car meet was like i got the i hate to say this the inner fuck boy in me hell yeah like you it was like I you love see it. a group of kids and they're like doing this usually i'm like no but there's a time and a place for sure and then i laid it on them this is the time this is the place yeah this is the time this is the place i'm gonna let that shit fly and life i was fuck like yeah. i didn't know if the car would do it the car my i call my cars my sons the reason i call them my sons is because there's a certain way you talk to a boy and there's a certain to me there's a certain way you talk to a boy and there's a certain way you talk to a female. Mm. Like I could to like, you can't, I don't know. It's, you can, you got to kind of sugarcoat shit with, with females. Yeah. But with my son, I'm like, you piece of fucking shit. Like oh, you gotta, like you gotta shit. be ready. Like it's like, it's like an old school mentality. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, like today it's like, oh, good, good job. Good job. You know, my bud. grandma's like, what the fuck am I paying $90 a month for baseball? You can't hit a fucking baseball. Oh, damn. Oh, so, so, I'm trying. I'm trying, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't hard on me like that. It's just mm. be like, you do do your best, do your best. But that's all you can do, bro. Um. So you're talking to your car like that? Yeah, I'm talking to my and car, and it fucking broke. It broke. I wonder why. The, it broke I wonder after why. the fact. Yeah, after the fact. But it was. It's just like one of those. I wonder why. It's 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 my own frustrations of building a car with my homies versus like you spend hours like they said that you spend three hours to drive 30 seconds mm. so it's like you spend three three hours on one part and i'm sure you can attest to this like whenever you're doing something date like when i say days become minutes like yeah. literally i was like the supercharger was two months ago almost and it doesn't feel like two months it still feels like yesterday it feels like you just came in exactly the so other day it's just just Time's flying just cars it's just like it's weird transitioning from like like BMX skate park life to car life. Yeah. Because like cars, some car dudes are weird. Yeah. And right. You can't talk the to them. Fuck? But it is what it is. My son, he going to be okay. He going to be okay. He just, he just need a little bit. Right. You're all right. There's a lot of weirdos, bro. There's weirdos everywhere. I remember mm -hmm. weirdos at the skate park, weirdos in a car scene. And when I don't, I don't necessarily mean they're weird. Like, like on some like weirdo shit it's just like the vibe don't be there oh you're a la guy yeah. so weirdo has like that's a huge meaning yeah to you, huh? yeah yeah the weirdo's like a bad i hear that's like that's on site if you call someone a weirdo bro i just just keep to myself i talk shit but it's like there's a fine line of talking shit like when i grew up i grew up like around the i called the twins uh -huh. the twins uncle gabe and those kind of dudes who are like gang affiliated yeah i say and I'd hang around their more serious friends. And I'm like, hey, what's wrong with this dude? They'd be like, what you mean? Like, he weird. Like, nah, that's Gary. He just different. Mm. And they'd be like, like, hey, they press me. And they'd be like, you lucky, you funny, or we beat your ass. And I'd be like, all right, thanks. Dang, I guess. <laughs> that's a that's an awfully weird compliment, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll t I remember the way it came across once. We were talking about something. And um, I brought up cheese toast. And one of the dudes said, what the fuck you say? I said, cheese toast. He's like, don't you say that. I was like, what's, what's wrong with saying that? He was East Coast, Crip. Yeah. And he was like, you're dissing our set by saying so. So, so learning not to say like, slob, crab, cheese toast, napkins. Like, Tampons. You know, so any any like, little weird things. And I'm like, bro, like I'll, for a perfect example, you know, back in the day, excuse my language, I won't say the word, hard F word. That rhymes mm. with maggot. You know, I'm talking <laughs> to myself. I am at. Inglewood Park, uh, uh, Sentinella. I'm at Sentinella Skate Park, and I dropped the hard F, but I'm yelling at myself. Dude said, blood, what you say? I said, oh, my bad, bro. That's Inglewood family. So if you say that F word, that's dissing them. So it was like, bro, I'm not I'm not trying that's to. Crazy. It's just a bunch of weirdos, a bunch of stuff. Because it's like skate park, the best skate parks being the most hood infested Yeah, areas. right? 
it's like it breeds it You're breeds right, hard people. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm a uh, Hawthorne Skate Park local. Hawthorne. Skate so Park. like Theotis Beasley, Antoine oh, Dixon, uh, with Jeremy Rogers, Louis Lopez, like those kind of people came out of there. And then like oh wow uh, that whole like Tyler Creator, all those dudes mm-hmm. came out of there, and it was cool to see where everybody is gone. Like when I I literally was like watching the Euro MTV Awards like in like '09 or '08 or something, and I was like. Yo, that's the fucking kid from the skate park, and seeing like going through like the um, he's some, eating the the roach. Yeah, him doing. I was like, whoa, you're like that's you, crazy, right? And I just wow, I didn't know he did music, and then even seeing like the Otis, like mm. I'd keep it cool with them. His parents would like his people would give me a ride home from the skate park, and then I'm walking down in the South Bay Galleria by like a Zoomies or something or a Tilly's, and I see a big ass like Nike ad with him on. I'm like, yo, like, and then Louis like seeing everybody progressively. Oh shit become like from like ratty skate park kids to like entrepreneurs and like handling their own fate was like that's tight to me yeah i mean all those names dude theo he has his own brand now i think it's called stay gift stay gifted okay something like that yeah he's um he's on baker um i fuck with the baker guys dude so i know all those guys um uh oh even what's the furby for oh yeah, Yeah, yeah he came he came from hawthorne it's, it's crazy like a bunch of talent comes from like that's crazy dude. yeah and we'd share the skate park it was like we rode bmx they rode skateboards and it's crazy like seeing back in the day like how everybody would just coincide some skateboarders don't like bikers and vice versa but it just was like the law of the land like we ran like the bowl and the spine mm. they ran the like the, the the three gap three or the three gap four uh, the big three and like the the staircase, like the stair set. It was like we stay out your way and just make everything work. Where is that skate park at? That is in one twentieth and Inglewood or one twentieth and Hawthorne. So, uh, what freeway would you take? That you would take the four hundred five and exit El Segundo. Oh, okay. Yeah, or if you're on the one hundred five, you'd exit Crenshaw. Oh, it's four hundred five, one hundred five down yeah. down like past the airport. Yeah. Area? Okay, cool. I've never been out. Oh, like, it's, it's skating probably, over there. That was like the first 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 skate park that i could call home that i didn't have to pay for the first skate park i ever rode was or was culver city park when it was prefab before they made it concrete then from there it was hollywood sports Mm. and then that was like like a perfect park and then they had like paintball arcades uh wood ramps bmx racing track and like some dirt jumps in the back so what kind of bmx scene were you into i would say like more street okay more street i like i watched vert like i'd watch dave mirror Simon tebron jamie bestwick kevin robinson and dudes like those i always admire that but then like something in you just tell you i don't want to go that high yeah what the fuck and dude? then i got my grandmother uh my mom's side got me a uh bmx tape called ride turbulence and then that's when I was introduced to like Edwin De La Rosa, Mike Ardeline and dudes like that. And I'm like, whoa, like you don't got to go high, high, but you can. It was like kind of like a street street ride. And it was like it was like a flowish flowish shit. And I was like, hey, this kind of smooth. Like I don't got to jump like 30 feet in the air, but yeah. I can also do some dope shit. And I like really appreciated that. Yeah. So when did you start biking? I'd say fifth grade. Oh, Fifth shit. Grade, my okay. grandmother got me a Huffy from Sears. Nice. For my birthday. Uh, outgrew the other bike. You know, you get that corny mountain bike. Every kid has a, for has sure. a person. Got me a Huffy. I fucking zoom in up the street. And then like a little curb. I jumped off the curb. And I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, yo, I like this. And then sure enough, that, that, that summer that I had my bike, I saw Dave Mirror do the double flip 
on Channel 7 on X Games. And I would randomly just catch X Games like every year back when they had like wind sailing and rock climbing and stuff like mm. that. So it was like, whoa, you could do this. And then the game came out and Matt Hoffman's game came out. And then it just fell in like this deep spiral of like, I love BMX. Everything I do is BMX. And then that was like my life for a really long time. What was the BMX game? I remember playing that. So there was Dave Mirror 1. Okay. There was Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX. Then Gravity Games had a game. And then there was Dave Mirror 2, Matt Hoffman 2. Then Tony Hawk's American Wasteland introduced BMX. Oh, really? As well. So I remember like mm. Rick Thorne was in that game. And then you could play as Rick Thorne. Rick Thorne came. And that was all Activision because Activision made Matt Hoffman. And okay. they made Tony Hawk. And then I guess that's that transition where they did everything. Because Tony Hawk, I believe, had that Boom Boom Hug Jam. Okay. So he had like BMX, motocross, that's and funny. skateboarding. I just saw Rick Thorne at... Um, X Games. Really? They had X Games. Oh, here it was out Ventura. here, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm uh, in like the Rockstar Monster Rockstar little like tent joint that they have where they give the free drinks at, mm-hmm. and we're just chilling and drinking. And I'm looking. I'm like, that guy looks familiar, you know. And then somebody came and took a picture with him. I'm like, oh shit! So he's still on these streets, bro. I follow him, and I'm happy to see that. I like follow him, Matt Hoffman, and a bunch of BMX riders I look up to back then and i guess the cool thing about the internet is like you can just hit somebody up mm, and they'll hit mm-hmm. you back before it'd be like you'd see them at a contest or you'd write them a letter and you'd hope to see something but now it's like like i remember i tagged cory nostasio legendary bmx uh dirt rider uh, i hit i just was like tagged him and i bought like a gravity games dvd set and he was in it and i was like yo cory nostasio i'm watching you tj lavin i'm watching and they followed me back oh wow and then they were like hey if you're ever in the area just come through let's kick it i'm like bro like that's dope like the inner man. me the inner me was like fucking geeking out because like i'm trying to tell my girlfriend like and i'm watching showing her the videos and she was like oh this is amazing <laughs> and but she like she uh, she's not one of those wow this is amazing like whatever like she's like legitimately watching that's cool stuff yeah. with me and i'm trying to explain to her who this guy is and she's like asking where he is and i'm like either they're dead they work construction or they still ride yeah and that's on the unfortunate realization of like you can't do this forever yeah for sure you can but at a level there's certain like like i try to have that shitty thing there's like no there's money in BMX, but there's not money in BMX like they're skateboarding. Yeah, for sure. And when people ask me, like, well, how so? I was like, think about it. You could snap a board right now. Boards, skateboards are consumables. You snap a board every day. Somebody snapping a board every day. Somebody buying a board. So there's a there's an industry there. They wheels go, all of that, trucks, all that. With a bike, you kind of like just tires. Oh, really? You hardly snap a frame unless you're like doing something super gnarly. Yeah. But I don't, I, I've only, I have only snapped like one frame. And that was because I like cased on a spine. But that was like user error. Yeah. So you got to basically make a brand pop off. Yeah. With like apparel and stuff like that because the actual hard goods, they could last yeah, for like, a long time. Think about like, think about like when your dad's like, I got a bike in the back. Oh, bet I'll ride it. Like if you, I got a skateboard in the back. It's warped, bro. It's been sitting outside. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was the old like Voltex <laughs> boards or something. I had a skateboard called Jack the Ripper that I got from Toys R Us, and I was like, "Grandma, I need a new skateboard." She was like, "It's just sitting outside." Like, that no, good. it's not, Granny. It's not. Uh, damn. So Granny didn't care that you were listening to Eminem. Uh. Uh-uh. Did she even know? I don't think she cared. She didn't. You she, think if she heard? Like the lyrics, she, she, I, I, it's better to not know for than sure. her know because she was like, "Well, I saw there's the ESBR, whatever the the whatever the rating for the games was." She was like, "You're not allowed to play certain games until you're like a teenager." Mm. So like, I had 
Twisted Metal 2 because she was like doing the whole like let me see what games you have took my Twisted Metal 2 and I was like fuck this is like the best game ever she was looking at the wrong shit yeah <laughs> like like granny like like she knew like I was over here sneaking <laughs> my dad's porno mags listening to Limp Biscuit and Eminem fucking cussing and shit with the homies outside and she worried about what games I was playing but I under, <laughs> but I understood that you know what I'm saying like that was there's 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 oh, a there's a give shit. and take you either play Twisted Metal or you listen to Eminem yeah I found where she put the twisted metal, and I would put it back at the end of the day. Just clean. Yeah, like put just like yeah. But Eminem, yeah, I don't know how I got that off. You know, what's crazy is um when I was younger, that was when uh Murder was the case. Oh, came by out. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, so I had the cassette and I bought it at Sam Goody, and I don't. I used my own money. I had from like birthday or something like that. You know, I bought the cassette. I was stoked, and I had. I remember I had a Walkman, a yellow one. I had the tape in there, and. Uh, well, I'm going to the park one day, and my dad's like, hey, what are you listening to? I'm like, oh, it's this new tape I got. He's like, let me listen. And it had the, the, the foam, the foam heads, uh -huh. the, the, the heads that he put that on. With the little the chrome wire. Yeah, across. just the, the the skinniest, little most pathetic thing. And he put it on, and he pops the tape out and snaps it. Oh. And I'm like, damn, bro, what the fuck is your problem? Dude, I'm in your car listening to NWA and shit. Like, you taught me, you know, and I always give my dad shit for that and then like two years ago he bought me the cassette bro hey full circle brand new i said you better give me that shit it's either that or you owe me 10.99 bro where the fuck did he find it because oh excuse my line can you uh, you can say whatever okay, the fuck yeah. you want yeah like like man that's that's i met your digital pops who came to magnuson right uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 he was um i don't know why he was tripping but if he would have known what I was listening to with Eminem, yeah, that would have been a different story, bro. Like Eminem was, he can't, he couldn't make it nowadays. No, and I'm still waiting for him to get me tooed or something. I don't think it's it's it's. I hate to say this, it's in a time period where it was acceptable. Yeah, because if you if you had to go back, then you'd have to. If you cancel Eminem, then you have to cancel Fast and the Furious One. Then you have to cancel all the Goodfellas movie, anything with Joe Pesci, all mm. those movies like. Anything in the night, all the '90s would be canceled. Yeah, the whole every everything because it's just gone. like when I tell people like I talk skate park talk. I I try to censor it as much as I can. It slips here and there. Like if I'm vibing with somebody, it'll slip out. Yeah, but it's just like you can't control what you like back in the day. You just say shit. Like yeah. you didn't you didn't you didn't mean what you said, the way it's took today for sure. But that's just the way it is. It's just it's just the evolution. I'm sure somebody was like, man, we used to call you this back in the day. That's not acceptable. I'm not finna just let you call me the hard R real quick and think you saw a gravy. Like, we're going to have to, we're going to be, a, it's going to be a pressing matter. It's going to be a difficult day for you. Like, I never, oh, I never forget. Shit. Me and my girlfriend, my correction, my girlfriend and I at the Anaheim Stadium, the Angel Stadium, we went to go watch Monster Jam. Mm. Dude walks out clear as day and mind you we're separate we're far away and i heard it clear as day grave digger why don't they just call the grave nigger and i was like i just mind my business just kept walking because oh, number shit. one when i tell people this story that's why you didn't do anything it's not my place what am, what am i what am i gonna go up to a stranger for yeah it was just it was just literally like in the universe he said it i heard it nobody else heard it i'm gonna cause a conflict for what you're not going to teach him no, anything. Well, I, it's, it's either going one or two ways. He learns his lesson and says, sorry, or it's going to be a case. Yeah. I ain't got time to find out. The fuck around and find out chart is uh, mind your fucking business. You are ear hustling and keep pushing. Yeah. And I don't want to be on the end of that. When you get to a certain age, you got to weigh that shit out. It's like, 
What the fuck does it matter? That's that's how I always was. I was like, it was my 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 thing is I'm not a bitch, but I will say sorry. Mm. We in a club. That's why I stay away from clubs. I don't all, like altercation. I don't want to be, be. I have. I hate having to be a man. Yeah. And when I say that, I don't hate being whatever, whatever, whatever the kids call it today. I hate having to use my physical presence and my mental know-how. Mm. Like say me and you get into a club. My bad, bro. I didn't mean to bump into you. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Some do. Hey man, watch where the fuck you walking. My bad, bro. Yeah. See how easy. Oh, it's you all good. That. That's it. And so, what the fuck you say? What's up then? Then there we go. We For both what? grown, bro. We not kids. Like I gotta go to work. I got shit to do. I ain't trying to explain to the dudes why I got a black eye or where I gotta call yeah. my girl. I'm in jail. Like no, bro. Like go about your day. Yeah. I got better shit to do. Man, that's a that's an important lesson to learn, and a lot of people never learn that. That's because some people want the fade; they live for it. They like some people like they sit there and like, yeah, I want to I want to start a fight today. Mm. I want to see how many dudes I can fight at one time. But it's pride. Yeah. That's that's just a, a an internal man manly instinct. Like it, like for me, like my my catching a fade is if I'm driving on the freeway, somebody pull up on me, and they downshift, and that's I'm it. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, let's like, do it. Like that's. That's that rush. Like people are like, why you don't drink? Why you don't smoke? I'm like, bro, there's no better feeling than racing or doing whatever in in the automotive spectrum. Like when you drift and you could link the whole track, there's no amount of beer, alcohol you can do to recreate that. Mm. That's just pure adrenaline. I want I want you to really think like even with drifting, you are taking a car that you spent multiple thousands of dollars on and throwing it. And the chances of you know what you're doing, it could go off track, seeing people roll, seeing people flip, seeing people go off course, break all their body kits that just spent three grand on. They'll fucking smile, glue that shit back together, paint it or wrap it, and do the same shit the next weekend. Yeah. And that is like the best, worst addiction ever. Yeah. Like when I tell people, they're like, how much money do you think you spent on cars? I just laugh. I can't, I couldn't give you a price. Yeah. Like it's like, Spending all your time in a garage with your boys, you see, you, I literally see my cars more than I see my girlfriend. I see my cars more than I see my family. But it's understanding like this is a passion that keeps me out of trouble. Cars yeah. can very much get you in trouble today. They got takeovers, street drifting. I don't consider takeover street drifting, but I can go like I'll go, I'll go mess around on an undisclosed area. But it just takes one time for one time to roll up on you, and that's it. Yeah, all your hard work, thirty day impound, forty five hundred dollar fee. Suspended license. God damn, is that much? Some, something like that. I remember I was at a video Ooh. shoot. They were giving them because you pay. It's thirty days times however much it is to hold your car with the towing fee and. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, they tax gotcha, it, gotcha. so I'm like, bro, I just go to the. I try to go to the track. Yeah. Or I'll go to Hoonigan, which is very open to me, which is a blessing to have, and I'll just go fuck around there all day. Where is the new Hoonigan at? It is in Compton. Oh, it's I have Compton. been there. Yeah, I have yeah. been there. Okay, got so it's that, it, I don't consider it Compton because it's that borderlines uh, Rancho Dominguez Hills mm-hmm. area. So like a block away, it makes it physically Compton. Yeah. Do you think that Compton has that like Compton feel to it? What people that aren't no from more. California? Not no more. Like it, Compton's not Compton you see on TV. Yeah. Compton's now just like people live in and homeless. Yeah. So it's like that's pretty much LA now. Unfortunately, you either got homeless. I don't really see too much of the other side because I don't involve myself with the other side, so I couldn't really tell you on on that end. Yeah, I've never been to anywhere in LA where I felt kind of like, oh man, this is this is crazy, you know? Like I've like, seen like shit. a movie. I've seen like I remember seeing my first like drive by shooting as a kid. I was on 
Crenshaw and Imperial. We were passing, I want to say it was the McDonald's, if you're going up to the right. And there was a dude like in a Cutlass, what it was like a G-body. And they were just shooting off at each other. And my dad makes a quick U-turn. And I'm just like, oh, this is a movie. Like, <laughs> like you know, I don't know no better. And he's like, yeah. we got to get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, I want to stay and see. Uh, you know where I want to go? To, where? to the jungle. Bro. I, so where I live, I so I used to live in Baldwin Hills in the Dons. So above the Dons, below the Dons is the Jays. So... I wouldn't go through there because it's like if you, it's one of those. If you don't have no business there, what are you doing there? You feel me? But it's taking just taking pictures. Yeah, take to now. Now to take pictures is different than now from back then mm. when it was it's like active. So when I give so when people who come from out of town and I'm like, hey, you ever seen Baby Boy? Like, yeah. So I'll take them to where they beat old boy. So where they uh, where Omar Epps and Tyrese beat that dude. Uh-huh. That's that's Jim Gilligan Park. <laughs> I'll never forget where that that area is. There's a sandbox. Two little girls. Threw sand in my eye and took my helicopter. Oh, damn. So, you know those helicopters you get from the fair? You pull the string and they go up? Yeah. Bro, they got me. One of them was doing the, hey, I was The other one got took my shit. And my dad, oh, I'll never shit. forget, my dad started laughing. He's like, you want some cheese with that wine? I was like, you motherfucker. Damn. But it was just it was just a life lesson. I always keep your guard up no matter where you are. And it's just like there, there's there. Uh, down the street a little bit is where Yvette's just job was, where Jody picks her up. A little bit more down the street is where um, the liquor bank, where they take Tyrese's bike. And a little bit more down the street is Peace House. So where I get my hair braided at, Peace House is there. When he's like, Jody, you want some strawberry soda? Like, so every time I go by there, I just take a picture. And the crazy, crazy thing is their neighbor drives a champagne Honda Accord. The same color, oh, the same spec, shit. minus the Dayton's. That Jody, that in, in a vet had Damn. in the movie. You know what car I always wanted, dude? What? 5.0 on Dayton's green mm. one. I know exactly what you're talking about. We supposed to be brothers, man. <laughs> I wanted a, oh, double, a double burger, burger with, with cheese. cheese motherfucker. Can I get a double? Nigga, I said with cheese. Ah. Even it. even that movie. So if you want to, if you want, so is where does it, where uh, his cousin gets shot. Mm. There's a Jack in a Box there. That's right. Jack on, in the Crack. Yep. That's on the corner. Uh, when they pass, I know most of those most of those scenes is because it's like visual memory. Mm-hmm. That's just like that South Central, not South Central. That's still L.A. I think South Central is like when you go like Normandy and Florence and all that. But it's still like to grow up in that time where people would press you. I never really got pressed. Uh, for people who don't know what press, like when somebody comes up, like where are you from? Does that not like bro? This is Gary. Yeah, he just goofy. And that was just always a consensus of my life growing up. That's just Gary. Which was cool because it's like, what's that mean? Like, you gotta, you gotta meet him. Like, he, I can't describe him. He just some big goofy motherfucker. Like, you when you see him, you'll know. Yeah. And I was just always the big goofy dude. My home, some of my homies used to call me Jazz Hands back in the day. I don't know why. Jazz. Jazz Hands, hands because oh, I was shit. different. They'd be like, because mm. they'd be like, girls be like that nigga gay. Like, no, he's just, <laughs> just like, no, nah, like go talk to him. Like he's eclectic, and it's and it'd be weird. <laughs> the homies, I, when I had my spot in Baldwin Hills, my homies would come over. Uh, shout out TB and the Thirst Crew. Um, they bring girls over. Like, yeah, I'll go hang out with Gary. And they'd be like, so what do you do? I'm like, I like comic books. And I bring out, like, this is my Hulk no more, number 37. Oh, and they'd be shit. like, oh, you you different. <laughs> and they, like, take a genuine interest. And I'm like, yeah. She's so like, what else? You like bikes and cars? Like, what kind of cars? It's like Subarus and Skylines. They're like, they're Mexican cars. I'm like, no, they're, they're Japanese. Like, they're not from Mexico. <laughs> and I'm having, like, this in-depth conversation with these fe- random-ass females. And it'd be, always be the same, but they'd be interested and then I'd be like, all right, I'm going back to sleep. I'm not 
there's nothing here. But me being naive, like they wanted something more than a conversation. Oh, but me being shit. young, I was just like, I ain't worried about the clan, bro. I got work in the morning. I'm trying to ride my bike. Oh, damn, bro. They're trying to give it up. Yeah, I'm just was on another level back then. Like now it's like I got a girlfriend. I understand the importance of a relationship. Mm. All that back then. I was like, fucking worry about broads. Yeah. They're like, you don't kill nobody? No, I don't. don't. You don't do shooting? Mm -mm. You don't drink? You don't smoke? That's crazy. How do you have fun? I never forget. How do you uh, have well, I this, this, I'm a, this one random girl. It's like her name rhymed with Landa Lakes. That was her real name. Not Landa Lakes was her name. I like gave the her, butter? Like the butter. Okay. I gave her a ride. I had an 04 STI, made like 300 horsepower. I gave her a ride. And she's like, why your car sneezing? Sneezing. It was the blow. I had a, a Turbo XS uh, oh, recirculatory blowout valve. And I was like, that's crazy. Right? I took her to Taco Bell. Some girls are just dumb. You know, it's it, it, the internet. It's just this was still formed, bro. This is still MySpace days. Still sneezing in the like, car. You know, it's just one it, time I had my Chevelle. I'm driving it, and I told this girl that I was with, I was like, "Oh, watch her. Is it too loud? I could lower it." And I got this the knob from the stereo, and then I lifted up on the gas and lowered. Oh, you can lower the volume. I was like, "Yeah," <sighs> and I still didn't smash. It, it'd be like that. I, I couldn't even smash the dumb girl. Like that, bro. And she thought I could lower the volume on my car. They don't you know? that. Oh, man. But, uh, that's crazy, dog. I'm sorry, Mr. Frank. Okay, cool. Uh, You're a popular dude. It's work, work, work. I'm always working. You're always working. The phone, Do you feel like you're always working? Um, no. No. Like I tell people this, whatever I'm in right now, it's a blessing. It's it's very privileged to be always busy. Yeah, for sure. Because um, it's one of those a lot of people like, well, God, I want more opportunities in life. I want to do more in life. And then it's like they end up not doing nothing. Like there's two like I would describe there's like two types of people. There's the nine to fivers and then there's the hustlers. Yeah. Uh, the nine there's nothing wrong with being a nine to fiver. I don't look upon down upon that. The nine to fivers, the dude just literally just goes to work, comes home repeat yeah the hustlers every day is a new journey you don't know what's gonna happen so you got to open the hustler weekly which is your phone <laughs> the hustler <laughs> weekly <laughs> into some shenanigans try to figure out like for, for me it's like i have a career like my career is automotive media but at the same time i always want more yeah it's human nature i always want more so if whatever opportunity whatever's going on just trying to facilitate in-house and outhouse not only for myself booty hustlers hoonigan whatever other Magnuson, whatever other avenues of wherever people want to help. Um, so it's like, that's a blessing. It's a privilege and a blessing to be overwhelmed all the time. Yeah. Like if I won't lie, like I get overwhelmed a lot. And it's the fact that a lot of good news comes in good or bad. And it's just like, fuck, like, like it's so much shit happening. And once sometimes I have to just like slow down process, write it down one by one, because there's times where, I work like when I was younger, I tell people I'm living in my 20s now mm. because when I was in my 20s and early teens, I didn't have money. I was like trying to if you're trying to figure out life. And now that I kind of I still don't have life figured out, but it's more financial income so I can do more things. So when I was early then working at the airport, loading airplanes, working, working those those fuddy duddy jobs where they just treat you like shit and build your character. Like I appreciate where I'm at now because I'll never forget loading airplanes for Mexicana making $9 an hour, sweating my ass off to make $1,200 every two weeks with damn near 90 hours on one check. And I mm. thought I was balling. 
trying to get the fucking Nixon 40, 5150 chronograph watch that oh, I never got. Shit. shit like that. Like you'd like make a little dream board. So it's like now being able to do whatever, not do whatever I want, have the freedom. Like my job is to travel, entertain, build cars. I couldn't tell you like if that was, that's not cool. Like there's people out there every time I meet somebody, they're like, bro, how do I get into do what you're doing? I'm like, bro, I just got lucky. Like I literally met Brian Scotto at Hoonigan waiting for my friend at Longford Long Beach Grand Prix and he pulls up chopping it up with him and then it goes from like just chopping like how we're chopping it up hit me in the name I don't know if you know who I am my name is Brian Scotto I run Hoonigan XYZ I feel like you'd be a perfect fit here wait so you didn't even know who he was I didn't know who he was like dive into that bro I gotta hear that so so my so for my career path at Hoonigan I always kind of knew what Hoonigan was because I knew what Kim Block was watch Jim Connor yeah all that but um, pretty much 2017, 2018, around there, I pull up to Hoonigan, uh, waiting for my homegirl. We're going to go watch the Long Beach Grand Prix, then go watch Motegi Drift that night. I'm sitting there chilling. A uh, dude by the name of Radio is like, hey, Kim Block and Brian Scotto are coming. I was like, okay, bet. Like, And then they end up showing up, pull up in this like, all fucking murdered out Explorer because he was like doing the Ford shit. They hop out. My have my green R33 at the time. They're looking at it. He comes and talks like just how we're talking, talking this shit, just shooting the breeze, like just just a real talk. And then um like literally that night, that morning, he DMs me like, "Hey, bro, don't know if you know who I am. My name is Brian Scotto. Uh, I like the vibe that you bring, like and everything. I don't know if you will know what I do here, but I run Hoonigan, and I think you'd make a perfect fit here. Like let's set something up. And if anybody knows the Scotto mentality, that means I'm gonna hit you up now to talk to you in however long it takes. He's a busy man, so there's no disrespect on my end. I'm like, why aren't you replying? Like, bro, mm. just what's up? He gives me his assistant's number. Uh, talk to his assistant. Then I have my first job interview. He's like, so Gary, so with the new Gary, you know, they, they say with a hard R, like Gary, tell us about yourself. It's him and Vin. I was like, my name's Gary. I like jacking off, eating pizza and watching Dragon Ball Z. He's like, what? And I'll <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's literally what I said. You could you could <laughs> ask him till this day. What was the first couple words that came out my mouth? Oh, shit. And he was like, this cat, you remind me, and this is, this is the parallel. He's like, you remind me of hurt. And I was like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? He's like, it's a very good thing. Um have that then time goes by nothing really happens i have my first build breakdown uh didn't plan on anything didn't know what to do mind you i've never done a donut really in the car it was just like pretty much everything you see on screen is just me learning the flow of how to do things and it worked out the right way like i wore the vegeta like tank top under armor thing just for confidence carried the wrestling belt with me just for confidence like add like props like not props but like stuff that makes me feel more more at home with strangers mm. so i bring it and then that and then from there they like legit offer me a job then i do stuff there and then it like a falling out happens between them more of a uh, between us so it was like a mutual thing it was like hey this isn't for you right now you should take some time to learn how to cultivate yourself as an adult because it's like i wasn't mature enough to understand like mm. like just because what you see on camera doesn't happen off camera like this is like this is like a real business, and I thought it's just fun time all the time. Oh, okay. so it's like I was like, okay, I respect that. It it hurt, of course, it hurt, but then at the same time, it was like, okay, take time, take this, and then like you figure like a year later, I'm all here off and on, off and on, off and on, and like as of like 2022, like they brought me back on full time, which was cool because now it's like like he had us. He was like. Um, was working like an aerospace job so before hoonigan i was building f-35s from north of grumman i was a left hands weapon bay electrician so i pretty much went to school for that and everything 
And then, um, like I said, ran into Brian Scotto. So it's no disrespect. Like, I love Northrop Grumman. I loved working there. The people were great. Everybody treated me like it was like a family. But then it got to a point where they moved me to Mojave. Bro, I'm driving from Los Angeles to Mojave. Yikes. Damn near six days a week. And it's like, bro, I'm driving this fucking 2003 Mercury Sable. Oh, shit. Bro, and I'm filling up like every other day. A Mercury Sable. Bro, I love the fucking Sable. I called it the Silver Surfer. Damn. My boy Wesley. Shout out to my boy Wesley. He sold me that Sable for like little to nothing with zero, little to no miles on it. It was the best car I've ever owned as a daily outside of my, my Prius. Got in that motherfucker, just turned it on, maintenance, put a radio in it. I felt like I was doing things, bro. I was like king of the fucking castle. The Sable. Yes. That's yes. That's a crazy one, dude. So when did you when did you guys have that split? What year was that? That was that was like twenty I'd say that was like mid twenty eighteen. So I started mm-hmm. like the beginning of twenty eighteen. It only took a couple months. Gotcha. Because it was one of those things like it's it's like I tell people like my life feels like a video game. Like it's always in career mode. So in a sense it's like it's like literally like Tony Hawk's underground. Go meet the cool kids, hang out with the cool kids, go do this, go do that. Except in a video game, it's like a three hour span. And this is like a, a long couple years journey. So it's like, go hang out with the cool kids. You pass the test. Go do this. You pass the test. Uh Oh, you fucked up. But there's no reset. I'm fucking oh, up. You did okay. what you did. And you just got to You got to lick your wounds and keep rolling with the punches. Sure. You roll and you walk around wondering. And it's like, fuck, like it felt like when that happened, it was like, bro, I gave up everything for mm. this. And then when I went back to Northrop Grumman, uh, one cat, I never, I forgot his name, but he looked at me like, what happened, bro? You couldn't make it in the big time? And that shit hurt so much, I wanted to sock him in his head because he's one of those condescending motherfuckers that, that makes a good amount of money because of the position he's in, and he really can't get let go because he's the one who specializes in that. But it was just like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. life happens. But it was just one of those things, like I said, like when life gives you shit, you just gotta, you just gotta take it. Yeah. I just was like, you know, it just wasn't working out. Then, um, it was, I won't lie, it was hard because it was like, you got to sit back and watch people have fun that you were doing. Yeah. And then it's like, it's like, fuck, like, it is what it is. But now it's like, having that pain helped me now. Did it help you in like life overall? Yes. Because it, it's one of those things like I have a, you met, you know me, you've met me. I'm very wild talking. But it's understanding that not everybody is accepting of that. Got you. So it was like, to me, it was just like, bro, this is like, this is automotive. This is, like I said, it was skate park vibes to me. So I was like, bet we at the skate park 24-7. I can talk however I want. Wrong. Not everybody accepts how you talk. You can't drop the N-bomb wherever you go. Mm. And it's just like, if you notice I'm on camera, I never say it on camera. I never try to say it around the building. It's just something that happens to slip out here and there. Because it's like one of those things my aunt taught me. It's like, why do you always have to say that word? You bringing down our people. I'm like, I'm not you. I'm not saying it like this. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've said it once and somebody's like, that makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, bitch, you white. Like, what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what does it matter to you? But in this day and age, it's like I can get in trouble yeah. for something that I can say that made you feel uncomfortable. And I never... I never want to make anybody feel like that's the that is the most awkward feeling in the world is making somebody feel uncomfortable. And I, for sure. And I hate and I hate that. No, nah, for sure, bro. Because, I mean, you seem like the kind of person you want everybody to be having a good time. That's it, bro. I'm just, just trying to enjoy a cruise through life. And I and I get it, too. Like, like you say, like skate park, you know, talk and like, you know, hip hop talk. Yeah. And shit. Like I grew up saying it. Dog. 
And we then you get did. to a point where it's like, I didn't mean it in any what? No, I didn't mean it in any sort of any sort of way. It's like this is my boys, dude. This is like this is how we fucking grew up. This is listen to Dipset. I can't fucking. Bro, that's that's not right, bro. There was a time, and I'll show, I'll never forget. I thought I would listen to Dipset heavy. My cousin gave me a phone. And it had uh, Cameron's, you tried to play me, shit I'll be crazy, <laughs> things just wasn't the same. And I was like, bro, because he, because I didn't have a phone, he gave me this, it was like one of them flip up joints. And I was like, where when you message 10 cents, was it a 10 cent a message? And I was like, what the fuck oh, is this? Shit. It's like 05 or something. He's like, yeah. bro, that's Cameron. I said, what? He's like, Cameron is dipset, mm-hmm. bitch. And I'm like, yeah. Then I fall into this long spiral of listening to the Cameron, the Dipset anthem, Freaky Ziki, yeah. Jarrell yeah. Santana, Jim Jones, all of that. And then I'll never forget the day I got in trouble. I was on the, the phone with my homegirl, Marina, and her grandma was ear hustling. I said, Marina, you don't know nothing. This is Dipset, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the dude at the bike shop that employed me, he's an AG. I need to talk to you. He was like my father figure. Um, and he still, I consider still this day, he taught me a lot of things that, that helped me as a man. He was like, why the fuck you call Marina a bitch? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you call her a fucking bitch. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's dipset, bitch. He said, what the fuck you just say to me? I was like, no, listen, like, it's dipset, bitch. Like, it's not, it's like, it's like saying, how are you? It's not, I'm not calling her a bitch. You just say that. And he always looked at me like, you look, sound fucking stupid. Yeah. But he understood it was the culture. For sure. And for the longest, I talked with this weird-ass New York accent. Yeah. Homie Barney at the skate park. I was like, fucking cut it out, bro. You are not from New York. <laughs> I was like, that's the culture, Right? God. I was wearing fucking flat-brim Yankees hats and shit and fucking Pro yes. Fives and fucking... I had, I had some shady pants on. I thought I was the shit. Bro, I remember walking into a house party with a bottle of scissor. Where is it? Right there. Oh, Lord. Bottle scissor. Tall T. Double XL. White tall T. Bro, like fitted hat. The pinwheel joint, dude, with the colors. I know exactly what you You feel me? About. The dog chain. Yes. Bro, like, that's the culture. If you weren't, if you weren't there, you just, it, you just don't understand. That, that's what I told, I told my homie the other day, bro. I want to buy some Evizu pants. Ooh. With the, with this joints on the back that makes it look like the McDonald's arch. He's like, you know how much are some Evizu pants? And I just looked at him. I was like, you know how much I spent on tires for one event? These pants fuck. are a drop in the Let's water. These fucking pants. These fucking pants. Like, bro, the, just peep, peep to fit Evizu pants. Yeah. With some white Air Force One low tops. Oh, not not the high tops with the strap. Nope, not the high tops. The strap I'm, hanging. I'm, I'm gonna just wear them just some some, some smooth okay. joints. Okay. And a cool little tee, some some cologne. Call it a day, bro. Like, set. That's it. That's bro. That's it. Cause like, like Evizu pants like two hundred and sixty dollars, and people are like that's a lot of pa- money for pants. And I was like, think about this. I'm gonna keep these pants for a minute. This isn't a two hundred and sixty dollar purchase for burning money this is an investment in my future for life because not only do you buy the pants it becomes a conversation piece are those avizus oh, well yes they are what where did you get avizus from well let me tell you 2005 right exactly. <laughs> I are you wearing bapesters with the avizus <laughs> yeah, you, you're, uh, is that uh, an ipod uh, nano in your pocket <laughs> yes it is <laughs> Yes, it is. Wait, are those Dunkaroos? Are you eating Dunkaroos? You are absolutely right. Those are some gushers. Oh, my God. 
Is that motherfucker drinking a Sprite remix too? Let Is that see. a surge? Whoa! <laughs> this motherfucker got a Yo Mega Yo Yo. Where's <laughs> the Duncan, bro? Yes, oh, yes. Shit. That's that's the kind of shit I be on. Sema. Yes. I'll get a pair of you get a pair, dude. We're I'm like, trying to fuck. I'm trying to get some overalls right now. Overalls? A Visu overalls? No, no, no. There's this uh, dude I met at um at the Zoomies uh Rocktober event that mm. I recently went to. So pretty much Zoomie invites all their brands out and then um to Seattle. Okay. So every every brand that was in Zoomie was there like Gecko, Rip and Dip, um, all those companies and it gotcha. was one of the companies it was a black dude it's cr- it crazy I say this because I went to a Target earlier that day to try to buy some stuff with my boy John Kramer and he it was, I was like what who's this black dude in overalls come to find out like it was just it was just nothing to do with each other I was like hey I saw you in Target and now he's, he's <laughs> And now he was like, yeah, bro. Like, he was like, what's up? And I was like, yo, like, I saw you on Target. I didn't know black people were here. Like, because people, what people don't understand about the car community and culture in general, or just in general, growing up as a kid, like, you look for somebody you can relate to. Yeah. So at the skate park, there's not a lot of brothers. You So you, you vibe with the Hispanic people or the white boys. Growing up in cars, in the, in the drift community, there's not a lot of brothers. There's all, there is a group called the Black Dudes Drift. But mm. it's a little. It's, there's not black dudes that drift out the, in California. There's a few of us. There's a few of them. I'm I'm like on that on that teetering where I'm still learning, but I'm having fun. So like looking to somebody else of color and at an event, that's what it's about. So when people are like, why do you always? When people like when I see comments like this shit, like why is it always about race? It's not about race for me. It's about comfortability. Yeah, I'm looking for somebody I can relate to. So usually like when you grow, think about people don't know when you grew up in the '90s, like in Dragon Ball Z and anime, you were a fucking nerd or a weirdo. It wasn't like accepted now. Like when people are like yeah, I watch anime. Girls watch anime back then. I never forget this girl. Her name was Betty mm. in high school. She said, you'd be fucking cute if you had your ears pierced and didn't like that weirdo shit, which was anime. Damn. It, 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 it was. You should it, look up Betty right now. Betty got four kids. Probably, right? That bitch busted now. Fuck Betty. But Betty was bad back in high school, bro. She had it going on. Ba- bad back in high school was different. That was different. Because I was, what, they 100 pounds lighter in high school? Well, they didn't have real makeup back in the day. They had a cover girl. And then L'Oreal. Like, yeah. They would do something like this. Real smooth light. And then that's it. And then they had Aquanet or... Bro, damn. You know? Remember the, the, the little clear lip gloss joints in the different colors? And then girls would Ooh. wear the um, the little fishnet slip-on things from the from the nail salon Ooh. with the different colors. They don't know about that. And then they had the thin eyebrows, bro. Bro, I remember, I remember when I was in high school, like, I loved fucking cholas. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, yo, I need me a chola just to fucking... Ruthless, aggressive. Just looking, to cook for you or something. Just, just to fucking something. Just yell at me. Just talk to me, fucking mean. Like, <laughs> fucking. Just, just look at me like fucking shit. <laughs> fucking. Don't be nice to me. Be nasty. <gasps> oh shit! Just, just, just in high school, just, just doing my work. But I didn't have the courage. Fuck to you. T- yeah, like the Fuck accent. You. Some, some like yeah. for some like for me, my thing is like if I'm a date outside my race, I want your culture. Yeah. And when I say your culture, like my girlfriend's Armenian, so I get the full Armenian. The fucking mm. they got this shit. Uh, uh, what's his name? DJ Sako. Oh shit! And he has this in the club 50 cent sounding song but it's like with the little tamarines and the ting 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 tings and i'm like bro like this shit's active 
Really? So like, so it's like my thing is like if I'm a, like that not to sound stupid, it's like if I want date me a Latina, I want me a Latina. Yeah, for sure. I don't want me a Latina that acts black. Yeah. And when I say a Latina that acts black, nothing wrong with listening to what I listen to, but like, be you. Yeah. Be like, I'm not saying like some like, oh, he wants some tortillas or something. No, like just be, mm. be you. I want to embrace the like the Vicente Fernandez's and oh, the freaking and the the, the El, El like shit like I want to embrace your culture yeah. so I can learn something and be uncomfortable like my ex was Salvadorian so I'd be over there with the pupusas the pan con pollos the ponche shit like I'm like it's Thanksgiving why the fuck do we keep eating tamales turkey, yeah. yeah where the stuff we don't do that here and I'm like fuck like but it was good yeah that's that's what I want like with my girl they make kebabs they make shit wrapped in grape leaves and I'm like what is this shit mm. and they're like oh it's just this you find anything good? Yeah, always, bro. Really? They always they always cook really good. Her cousin Vegan is an amazing cook. Mm. My girlfriend is an amazing cook. And I'm like, why is this shit so spicy? She's like, it's flavor. And I'm like, flavor's not supposed to make me sweat. Damn. You know what's funny is like, I can't think of other cultures having good music. Really? Yeah. If it's not in English, I don't know, bro. Like, I've been listening to like, early 90s like japanese music oh that shit, shit hit it's it's weird like hearing different kinds of music as an old as i'm get older i appreciate jazz more and all the other kind of music like like Vicente fernandez i think his name is mm-hmm. i don't want the dude who passed away yeah yeah like when i listen to that shit that shit knocks like the fucking el tucanasa all that shit like i like growing up with like the hispanic culture at the skate park hearing that shit that shit like it vibe a little harder because yeah. when you're hanging out with those people that listen to that kind of music and they get sauced up and they get in their feelings then they start singing and it's like it's just like black people just like every culture when you get in that rhythm people start singing Marvin Gaye and start dancing and shit Ooh. like like that should be like when at my grandfather's house when my grandmother passed away my great grandmother they started playing music. They put on the Marvin Gaye and the Isley Brothers, and it was, you should see my uncle getting my uncle getting sauced up, and he just he goes, "Well, let's stay together." Yeah, I'm hearing this whole man sing every fucking part of the song by himself, <laughs> and I'm like, "This, this is this is tight." Yeah, um, my mom used to play uh, "So Contagious." Uh touch me baby and on repeat oh i'm like damn my mom was real horny back in the day <laughs> how many brothers and sisters you got i got two sisters you're the only a boy just only boy my mom's just cleaning on repeat damn of that song on repeat dude r kelly was in that shit right? yeah that's right the mm-hmm. he was the one mm-hmm. What the hell is going on between I sheets and my i think i've seen you before yeah no, not I'm, me mm. I don't think it was me. Maybe yeah. somebody that looked like no, me. No, no. <laughs> I've seen you before. No, it probably the, wasn't me. Yeah, no, the bitch is like, the, the way it's like, she's like, she's like, she's like, please shut up. Can't you see two men are talking? Oh, man. That, that bro, that that's that, that's some songs I like because it's like, bro, just, you don't realize you're listening to a story. Yeah. But like you said, it's contagious. That's the name of the song. Like you sitting here and like, I, and every time I listen to it, I can just see what they're doing in my head. Like, 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 think Ron Isley is telling his lady, like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to talk to old boy. Old boy, like, bro, I'm just a victim of circumstance. He's like, no, you're not. You've been planning this. Mm. Fucking my girl. I'm about to fuck you up. But you know what? Go. 
before something happened. Mm. He knew the name of the game. He did. Just, just, you know, he did. He's an old pimp. That's, that's, that's how it, it goes. You, like, you know what? You it's get the some, name of the game. Sometimes a pimp get got. That's it. And that's, it. that's just the game. You play, like my cousin says, hey, just play it up to the game, bro. Just wipe your face and keep it pushing. Do you think if, if Snoop, like his wife, like smashed like Dre or something, you think Snoop would like shed a tear? That's unforgivable, bro. Like my thing is like, my thing is like, don't cheat on a homie. Like, like. They might not be homies anymore. But that's a put on. That was like in 93, that, like, bro. If that, if, is this a, if they were together and then she fucked Dre or it was like before Dre, before they were together? No, 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 no. Oh, like, just like last week. Oh, she no. just fucked Dre. Oh, yeah, that's not. That's one of those like, that's unforgivable, bro. Like. Unforgivable. Excuse me. That dude, that I, love, I remember Why watching that guy. Shout out to him, man. Right? I heard he died. Yeah. He I, did? Yeah. Something Rest like in I, peace, I, I man. looked in his uh his archive of stuff cuz same thing early YouTube was raw. You had the Yeah, it's the juggernaut bitch. <laughs> you had that dude, you had the chocolate rain. Don't forget that dude. The, the uh leave leave Britney alone and then oh, you had yeah. Shit. And you had salad fingers back then and then you had the unforgivable. I love that dude. He was I went to the mall the other week. I ain't had no money. <laughs> I looked in this bitch wallet. I said, who's this? She said, this is my brother. I said, bitch, you ain't had no brothers. Ah. And I was like, yo, that dude. And the H1 was good. It got better and better. And then it just stopped. And I was like, where did you go? Blair Witch. He was on some Blair Witch shit. It was was raw. Like, that's like, that's when like that, that's when I like, I don't know what happened to YouTube, but YouTube used to be good. That was like Charlie bit my finger. Yep. Early days, bro. Early days. Britney, do you know she came out with a book? Britney Spears? Yeah. I ain't gonna read it. Not a coloring book. A oh, real book. Like a book with pictures? See, my sister was telling me. She said that the first time that she ever fucked Justin Timberlake, she told him, put it in. And he said, it's in already. Supposedly homie got thumb dick. Hey, you know what? Sometimes that's crazy, right? That's, that's it is what it is, man. You know, some not everybody can be Tommy Lee Jones or what's the dude from the from the band Tommy Sounds Lee. Sounds about right. Yeah, he was packing no homo. I seen that as a kid. I was like, yo, that man putting the salami on the mm, steering wheel of the boat. Man. But hey, it just is what it is, bro. The thumb though, come on, listen, bro. listen. At that point, bro, I want you to put it like this: when you're rich, you can have. When you're rich and women are just accessible. You think you care about Britney Spears? Mm. There's five batter bitches that look way better than Britney Spears. That'll take the thumb? That'll take the thumb gladly. Don't put it all in. Right. Not the whole thumb, just the nail. It's all in there, baby. (laughs) It's all in there. Like I tell people, God didn't give me a hammer. He gave me an impact gun. Oh, that's it? It's efficient. You know what I'm saying? It does what it needs to do. The thumb, you feel though. me? I the, never would have thought. You I, I ain't no pause, thumb dude, bro. but I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> if you got the a, if y'all got a thumb, hey, just make sure you got the turbo tongue, something. Yeah, you gotta have something. something else. You got a charisma, something. You gotta be like, able I to tell, cook or I tell my girl, I'm not the prettiest. I ain't the ugliest though. <laughs> I ain't the most in shape, but I ain't the fattest. But one thing I can do, I can make somebody laugh. As long as I can do that, I'm in the game because I'm a cerebral assassin. I'm gonna make sure you remember me. For sure. I think that that's a skill overall they could get you out of get you in or get you out of so many situations you know how often not how often every time i get pulled over these are those exact words i say cops like hey uh license and registration give him a license and registration and i hit him with the i know what you're thinking he's like what do you think well like what am i thinking i look much uglier in person 
that breaks the ice. Mm. So they they either they chuckle and then I'm like five for five right now. It's it guarantee, guarantee. First time I used it, uh, my cousin just bought his third gen Raptor and I'm driving it. Might not 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 mind you, I'm driving 110 swerving because I can't see at night when I drive. My vision's blurry and the cop pulls me over. I was, and um he's like bro, and he's just like he's like you were speeding. And I was like, this is my cousin truck. He in the back. He's like, officer, he's sorry. And then I hit him with the line. He comes back. Like, God, he tells me a little story. When I was first officer, bro, I had this goofy-ass Hitler mustache. I thought it was tight. They made fun of me in the academy, and I cut it. Slow it down. That's it? That, that was, was the it. story? That was the story. Like, That's crazy. Like, he just made a, he made a funny back bet. Like, that was it. Like, I've learned. And, but there's some cops, like, what's the, the, the worst tick I got was like a state ref. Mm-hmm. Uh, street racing task force pulled me off pulled me over I want to say was it Venice and Crenshaw on the corner by where the Taco Bell KFC is they pulled me over he's like hey street racing task force uh, I don't know but there's a high level of uh, takeovers going on whoop de whoop whoop and your car is one of those that fit the description and I'm sitting here like bro I drive a green R33 GTR you were telling me there's other green R33 GTRs going to takeovers mind you I can't belittle this man can't be little but he's like hey i pulled you over because your registration's expired bet cool i'm out of state waiting for it to come pull the excuse out my ass second excuse because like, i noticed your seatbelts were off officer it's hot this the, the harnesses are hot i can't just put them on it'll burn me he says oh, this is car modified i'm not gonna lie bro i'm rolling around in a car with a roll cage mm. i was like off I'm, I'm thinking like you know the truth will set you free i'm like yes yeah, heavily modified i've got everything top to bottom done he's like oh you don't mind popping your hood do you pop the hood and then I was like, oh, I didn't know. I was just trying to comply, just trying to comply. You know, don't want to make it any hard. And this and this is the part I hate because I get out the car and I'm physically bigger than this cop. Not that I'm trying to start any any smoke or nothing. It's just one of those, like, he he hits me with one of those. Like, no, I'll just say, hey, it's all love. I'm just trying to show you what's up. You know, he just protect himself because he doesn't know who I For am. Sure. I don't know who he is. I pop the hood. He points to my intake and asks, how big is your exhaust? And I was like. And he's like, I'm issuing you a California compliance ticket. You have to take this to any certified highway patrol. And I'm sitting here like, bro, this isn't fucking a normal car. Like, this is a, oh, yeah, like shit. he hits me with the state ref and I'm just like, fuck, like I'm already hot. I'm hot as, I'm, I'm physically and mentally. And like, and then my girlfriend's like tapping me like, hey, just like, just like, hey, just, you know, just, just lower your tone. Like, cause he's frustrated, but uh, he's frustrating me. He gives me a ticket and then it's, and it's not a state ref. It's a state ref plus more modified this modified that this that and other so i get the ticket and it was like twenty eight hundred dollars mm. go to ticket dismissers they fought it but it was one of those things like that's the last time i've had a difficulty with a cop uh, you know what i would do is once you get that ticket just take the sticker off the back because they'll put the sticker that says it's a state ref sticker mm. i did that a few times so i didn't just i take the it's, sticker it's off. already dismissed this was back pre pre pandemic, oh, okay. but it's like even now I'm like thinking around like, bro, you're driving an LS straight pipe R34 with a big ass cam and a supercharger with no hood. People are you aren't worried. I'm like, if I drive around this car being worried, I'll never enjoy it. Like I'm just driving. Like a cop passed by me in it. He stopped. He did the you know when the cops do that and then they come back. Hey, what's in that thing? I was like, oh, it's LS LS one. All right, tail lights out. Boom. I was like, oh. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, right? And I'm like, cool. CHP, sheriff, never an issue. Always the LAPD or mm. city cops. Anywhere I go, city cops all the time. Yeah. It's the name of the game, though. 
that's hey we that I, I signed up for it i didn't yeah it's not a prius sure. so it's a yeah for sure yeah i used to get real mad when i would get pulled over and like argue with the cops and shit now i don't even fucking care dude i don't it's have like that forever. time nah yes sir no. yes sir no sir i appreciate your time be safe you as well yeah See, for sure give well, me my ticket what he has more power than i do in this situation so what the fuck am i gonna do just, you know? just comply 10 and 2 yeah you know and then and my big thing is too is like i don't lie and if i lie it's because i'm afraid of the of the outcome yeah same of the truth same i'm like my girlfriend why are you lying like you don't understand like you could just tell the truth i'm like no it don't work that way like it's it's used they always say tell the truth but if i tell you the truth then it's going to be bigger than the lie but then it, the lie always ends up being way bigger than yeah, the truth so i'm i always think of it like i'm not going to lie to another man because i'm afraid of this man fuck no bro whatever if it is what it is you're going to pull me over pop the hood yeah take a picture check it out yeah you know whatever if you're going to give me a ticket it is what it is like i just got caught this day and that's just that's just how it goes, you know. It's the bro, you know. Like I tell people, they're like, "You drive." I drive in the carpool by myself. Gotten caught once. Got caught driving uh, thirty four four door. Cop pulls me over. He's like, "You know why I pulled you over?" He was like, uh, "Cause I was in carpool." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "I was right hand drive. I didn't think you would notice." And he was like, "Bro, <laughs> <laughs> uh, being just being slick." And he was like, oh, "I respect the I respect the game." But he's like, "I seen a lot of these in Japan." I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, Gave me a ticket. It was like four hundred bucks. But mind you. Mind you, I've been driving in a carpool lane all my career as an adult. So what's in, in a grand scheme of like four hundred dollars for ten years plus of driving? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you know what? I I would never drive in the carpool lane. And then I started thinking like, though, all my windows are tinted. Nobody could see if somebody's in here. Somebody's asleep, laid back, or whatever. Exactly. I don't care, bro. I'll jump in there, skip ahead, jump out, jump in, jump out. I don't even like the double lines, bro. I'll just be jumping in, jumping. Out. I don't give a fuck. No I just make sure day. there's no motorcycles. Yeah, that's for number, sure. That's a, for my sure. biggest fear is like if you cut that double yellow for the slides, boom. It's because I've seen it happen before mm. at like a slow pace. Like the dude just got knocked off his bike, but it's like very unsettling. And yeah, it's like that's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, dude. It's man. I advise so much against motorcycles, dude. It's so scary, bro. It's poor people. I'm wow. I'm cool on them. Like like people like I understand the it's the the adrenaline for sure. Like I'm sure like I'm sure you've been like over 150 in a car. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, what I tell people they like they always the, the the dumb the dumb question of the day is always how fast does your car go? Like like how I'll tell them like how much power is it? 700. How fast is that? I just be lying. I'm like, it go like 220. Like I'm just, I'm just I'm just basing this off supercar numbers. And they're like, what is it like? And I look at them and I tell them this like I tell them there's a speed you reach where all the lines on the freeway turn solid. And then everything around you slows down. And for that moment, however long I'm doing it, it feels like I'm in a time machine because like as soon as you I mean, you probably and you could as soon as you step on the gas, everything around you they it's like cuz traffic slows down and you just move. Yeah. And it's like you see all of it behind you. And then when you're looking at those lines and it's just like you're going so fast that everything slows down. Mind you, I'm doing this as safe as back in the day, back in the day, as safe as I can possibly do it in the middle of the night. There's always the what if variables. What if you did this? What if you did that? Doesn't matter because it didn't happen. Yeah. But my scenario is not the same for everybody else's stuff does happen. I don't advise you go that fast. But if there's if there's a way you can do it safely, do so. Yeah. But it's nothing like seeing those freeway lines just turn solid. 
And then like those little reflector things, you don't even see them anymore. And that's like so fucking crazy to me because it's like, when you think about it, like you and your boys built a car that goes this fast. Yeah. Like you made, you made, you made something that is like engineered to go fast. That's a shit box. This ain't no Lamborghini. The aerodynamics is very, we're going to something that's the size that looks like a brick. You're moving a brick that fast. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. You know, when I'm going that fast, I always wait for that thought to come into my head. And it always does like, yo, if something happens, you're done. And right when that thought comes to my head, same fall back, you fall back, you get to like 80 or 75. Mind you, 80 is still a, a pretty fast movement. 80 miles an hour is not nothing to play with for a beginner. Driver. Yeah. But I think about so so much. What is the thing? If you look at your phone, like if you look down at your phone going eighty, I think you travel three hundred feet or something like that. Oh really? Don't, don't quote me on that. Oh, don't quote shit. me on that. But think about it, like if you were to just look like just just real quick, you're moving eighty and you're just doing this real quick. Think about how much distance has passed. Yeah, maybe I need to think about that a little more. I don't be thinking about that shit, but I like like you said, like when you think about it, like damn, damn. Yeah, because I'm I'm usually eighty eighty five. Just I'm for nothing, no reason. I'm slow. I'm like a 75, really? 70 kind of. Oh, I drive. I drive shit. slow, and people are like, why? Why do you drive slow? Like, what? What's the point of having a fast car if you drive slow? And I tell them this: You ever see a bodybuilder lifting heavy shit in the public? No, because they know they're strong. Like, mm. if I know I have the power to just fucking absolutely obliterate everything normal around me, then it'd be no purpose of having it. It's like self control. Yeah, I think it's because I have a thumb dick, uh, so I gotta. Like show off. It's it's um, sometimes it's not about compensating. Do do what you need to do. Yeah, do, you know? it, it's something that even with no dick, no dick, no dick people. Like think about no dick people. They can feel that joy. Yeah, scissoring. Uh, that's hey, whatever, you, whatever, <laughs> whatever you get down. You ain't got a dick. You can still scissor. It's, uh, Fuck it. But um, I don't know. I just love, I love the the way that the car feels, and you could just like, I want to go there, and then. That's it. Quick. Super quick. You just be there. And you got like a car with like, a, is it 10 speed or 8 speed? 8. See, like I got still 6 stick shift. Mm. So like, see, you probably like in what, 7th or 6th by the time you zap, zap and move? Like, bro, that that's it's so linear. Yeah. Like me, it's like a pause. Like that slight pause, depending on if I get in, tires could break loose. Something could happen. Don't want to find out though. Yeah, for sure. I have a, um, a Civic, right-hand drive Civic. But, which one um eg6 nice yeah sirs mm. so like mickey yes like mickey's um mickey is the only one that i know that had an sirs that white one right yeah the white one yeah um i never drive it because i'm having problems with registration right now what's wrong with it um i just can't get it registered <laughs> do you have a uh i'll talk to you after talk to me after, talk to you yeah. after yeah, talk to me after. But that's why I just haven't, and I just haven't really made it a priority, but mm. I do want to drive it. But it's like show ready, dude. Okay. Everything, in, inside out, everything's show ready. And now that you're saying it, I'm just thinking like, man, it's so fun just doing. That's, it's that sound. Like I got a, my girl has an EG hatch with a B20. Oh, nice. And I've been daily in that around because our Prius took a shit. Um, long story short, we both had EGs at the same time. Somebody rear-ended me and just, and just ran off. I was like, fuck. So I took all the parts from that because her car got, I got rear-ended. Funny enough, her car gets stolen. 
because my dumb ass parks it on the main street. Mm, an EG yeah, on EG. the main street. Well, I wasn't. Thinking, I was street sweeping. <laughs> a street sweeping day, so I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll park it. Come back, bro. Literally, like all street sweeping, cars gone. <laughs> they swept it. Um. Then the next week, my car gets hit, and then two weeks after, the caller like, hey, we found your your car. Whoop de whoop. So I take all the parts from my car. I'm like, you know, I don't need this car anymore, bro. It's already junk. Give her the B20. And just mobbing around that little B20, like it moves. Yeah. It's it's not fast, but it's quick. It make you it make you feel because it's nice. Yeah. And it's it's weird to see like uh, people give you thumbs up on this little ratty EG, and I'm like, Yeah. For sure. I'm uh, doing it. Yeah. Damn, now that you say it, bro, I'm just like missing it. You know, there's just sh- certain shit that you're just like, ah, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. The car's probably just been chilling for over a year and i'll just start every once in a while and sometimes i'll be in the garage just spraying it down microfiber and we got to get you on the road my boy i'm gonna help know, you get back dude. on the road i'm gonna yeah. help you get back on the road please yeah there's a couple circumstances so i'll tell you after. okay it's okay not, it's not as easy as it is to get another regular smog but whatever you'd be surprised what i can do <laughs> we're there it has a negro with nissan let's do it yes um, but speaking of Mickey, bro, I've seen you doing a lot of things with Throttle. Yes. Tell, tell me about that. So, uh, you want the long story or the short? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, a company called Will Pros bought Hoonigan. Okay. And that same company bought Throttle. So mm-hmm. now we're like sister companies. Mm-hmm. So the way that works is we do uh, content together, build cars together. So I met Mickey before, like just like a high and buy type thing. But then got to know him more and then uh, working with Throttle. So what I do is uh, I'm like the representative from Hoonigan that helps Throttle. Gotcha. Okay. So I'll go down okay. there to San Diego like once or twice a month, mostly like on a on a, on a a once a month basis. Go help him out. Go film some stuff and just chopping it up with Mickey. He was real cool from the jump, real transparent, real like like old school, big homie type vibes. Yeah. And um, sure. he, he like threw some game on me. Uh, he helped me get a couple of partnerships. So I do thank him for that greatly. And even just with like life tips, mm-hmm. like, yo, yo, big dog, like I see you doing this, you moving the right way. Or I see you doing this, hey, you should change this up or whatever. Just I'm not telling you what to do, it's just suggesting it to for you. Sure. Him, there's a couple of, there's a couple of people I consider the big homies. I consider him, Nads, Hurt, Brian Scotto, Zach, Vin, Ron, those are like the big homies. Gotcha. I may not agree with them sometimes, but it's not for me to agree with, just to learn. So with him, it's just like a lot of like, hey, man, why are you with this company, bro? Well, you know, they helped me out. You know, they had a budget to give you money. I was like, what? Like, because me, I'm like, yeah, because it's like, yeah, bro, they got a budget to give you money. They spent it all on a goofball. Mm. I'm going to help you out, facilitate you with the right people. They ain't got the money right now because you're coming in mid, mid-year. But sure enough, next year hit, beginning, you'll be good. They'll cash you out. Bet. that's the kind of shit like he trying to see my pockets liquidated for sure and he's not he's like, i don't want nothing from you just make sure like if i ever need something like just make sure you look out for me but even with the like how i met you he was i was trying to put my side skirts on everybody knows i never have side skirts on my car so i was like bro i'm trying to put my side skirts on my car he's like i got these down star bolts i was like and now now this i was like them, them the goofy motherfuckers with the spike lug nuts he's like, <laughs> he like yeah bro but they make good shit and they showed me the fender at the fender washer kit he gave me some in silver and some in black he was like yeah bro if you're ever down there make it work and i was like bro i don't know when i'm gonna be an oxnard here here we are yeah here we are i came with noel met you and i was like oh shit yeah. and we chopped it up yeah and, he, and then here we are he's a, those throttle dudes are like really cool really For helpful sure. Uh, 2024 looking to do more things with them. Oh, I have good, a lot of, man. I have a lot of ideas. They have a lot of ideas. So let's, in my head, I just want to make them work. I have a lot of dream builds. 
like my thing is like I grew up playing in the Grand Turismo's because my grandma got them for me. Going to the Sears, Crenshaw, Baldwin Hills. Going to Crenshaw, Baldwin Hills Plaza. Going to KB Toys. Mm, KB, oh shit. Getting Gran Turismo. Grandma got it for me. And then seeing those cars. But there's a lot of people like dream cars are different. Always wanted a Viper. Always wanted like certain cars. But then like when I saw play Gran Turismo, that kind of changed. Not that my love of Vipers went away. It was just like, yo, what's a Skyline? What's an Alteza? What's a chaser? Like, this is a real-wheel drive Camry? Like, no, I was understanding that. But my my dream is to take those Japanese cars or whatever cars I liked as a kid and make them my vision. Mm. Make them what do what I want to do. Everybody's like, I want to go to Japan. I do want to go to Japan. But my thing is, like, the biggest flex is, like, what, what Jay-Z said, I brought sand to the beach because my beach is better. Mm. And what I mean by that is, like, taking your shit from Japan and doing it in America. Ain't nothing like cruising down PCH in my 34, my 33. Ain't nothing like going to Mastro's or Cheesecake Factory or or uh, the M Grill or um, Fogo de Chow, something like that, and having to valet park your shit. Mm. Damn, like, I never had that. That's what I'm like, pulling up in like a right, a legit right-hand drive car or when you're driving down the street, like at least, at least once a day. Hey, man, is that car from London? Like, no, it's from Japan. What kind of car? Australia. Is yeah. So my bad. Australia. They'll huh. do that. And I'm like, where's that car? What kind of car is like Skyline? Is that a Buick? Like, no, <laughs> that's a Skylark. <laughs> Sky. <laughs> but that's but that's the kind of shit I'm on. Like, I want to build like a plethora of Japanese cars or, that are my vision. Mm. Different engines, all of them. I don't want them to have like there's certain shit I want to have a factory engine, like my oh, my dream car is an EV1 Lightning Yellow R34 GTR. God damn, that's, that's a mouthful. Dog. Yeah, it is. And mind you, I don't know if that's NER spec, V spec, V spec two, V spec NER. You see, it gets all to the different shit. I just want a Lightning Yellow R34 GTR, plain and simple. EV1 is the color code. That's what I want. But everything under that umbrella, I just want wacky. Like, I would love a hell power, a Hellcat powered. Japanese car. Mm. I would love a rotary powered Japanese car. I would love a fucking Hayabusa powered K truck. Mm. Shit like that. Like that I would be like, this is dope. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? Yes. I don't know the difference between an R30, 31, 35. They all look 30, different. 33, 37. It's just, it's just like the EG, the EF, the EK, yeah. they all and then you have like the SIR, SIRS, ECX, EX. It's different models. Just like, you know, like base Civic roll down windows. Yeah. Shit like that. No no rear speakers, no rear disc brakes. Then you get your upper echelon SI models that have what B20 or B16, whatever. Whatever numbers come on the engines, that's yeah. how it works. So you got like base model NA Skyline automatic NA. Then you got your turbo automatic then you've got your turbo all-wheel drive. You got your NA all-wheel drives. You got your. Then you get to the the GTR models. Then it's like fuck. You got your V specs, your V spec twos. Oh, don't forget your different colors. Just like just like that. Damn. So it get, it's just like Hondas. It gets into like a fucking. Sometimes I feel like I'm not a real car guy because I don't have the GTR or like Supra um, dreams and That's aspirations. You not, know, not at all. Not at all. It's it's like you like what you like. I like what I like. Not everybody likes to play 2K. Not everybody likes to play Madden. Like, we grew up playing, I played Tony Hawk. Mm -hmm. That doesn't not make me a gamer. Yeah. That just means I just like the genre you like, and that's what you stick to. Now, it's like people are like, do you know a lot about cars? No. I know a lot about my cars. Yeah. I can tell you little ins and outs of Skylines. I'm like, oh, this is the problem. That's the problem. This is the problem. Somebody, well, my, 
my my Pontiac sun, motherfucker. I don't know nothing about a Sunfire. Don't bring that shit to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that like a Cavalier or some shit? Like I'm not worried about that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm on. Like, yeah. And then I'll talk to a lot of car guys, and I'm like, man, I never played those video games when I was younger. You know, and I'm like, damn, am I really a car guy? But then I think like. Yeah, I'm definitely. <laughs> Bro, you're, you're, on a, you're on a business that facilitates. I'm definitely a car guy. Egregiously expensive and clean hardware oh, to the community. It's just me being tough on myself that's all a, the time. That's you yeah. always. I like. I always doubt myself. I'm like when I'm when I'm doing shit. Like when I'm doing shit, did I do my best? Mm. Like when like when we're filming. Like this is like so a lot of people don't know. I live in my own head. Like I don't like to hear my voice. That's why I didn't want to put these on. Oh, okay. I don't like when people like when videos come out. I don't watch them unless somebody was like man what you said was funny what'd you say i was like bro i don't know what the fuck i said yeah or like if i have to edit my own shit like i have my girlfriend do it she'll she'll do it or i'll try mm. to like when I, i'll try like i edit a lot of my rants when i was doing them and it's just like oh shit that was kind of funny let me put this in here but i'm trying to like make content but i absolutely hate hearing myself i always think i never do good and i'm always like like hey did i was like, okay you did a fucking good job like the producer but like, you did a fucking killer job what are you worried about i was like i don't i don't know because i don't know like i'm not i don't see me yeah you see me for sure so i'm just saying shit to me i'm just saying just doing what i usually do yeah so i guess like i'm my own biggest critic for sure when it comes to a lot of things which is a it's a great thing and then it's a bad thing sometimes too i i guess it hinders because even what like content wise there's a lot of content that i sit on because I'm like double guessing it mm. and I don't want to put it out for sure. But yet again, it's one of those, like if you put it out, if you don't put it out, nobody will ever see it. So you'll never know how it'll do. Yeah. And that's like the day and age we live in is that, um, there's no longer print. There's no longer like magazines, newspapers have been like abolished, not abolished, but they're, 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 they're yes for sure. here. So like in this world, like everything is digital. Which is which is good, but which is bad, because there's no more expectation. Like when you want to back in the day, oh, you heard such and such been working on a trick. What's it look like, bro? I got the footage on the camera, but I'm not letting nobody see it. Now I'll say, bro, you better upload that to Instagram before mm. somebody else do it. And it's like, fuck, like, like shit like that. For sure. But that's what I tell people. Like, like uh, the the realization is like a lot of drivers are losing their programs. And unfortunately, they're losing their programs. And I hate to say it to like people like me. And when I say people like me, I hate saying it to the, the influencer crowd because it's hard to tell a driver, well, such and such has a following. And yeah. unfortunately, you don't. But they're like, but I've been doing this for years. I've been doing the buddy, but you can't, you can't, you can't do anything outside of driving. Yeah. If I take you out this truck or out this car, you're just a boring person. Mm, and unfortunately, yeah. like, you don't have any personality. And that's and that's shitty to tell somebody, but in this day and age, like, like even with me, there's some 14 year old kid that's watching what I do, that's gonna take my spot one day, and I look forward to that. Yeah. Because this isn't made for me forever. Because and even with the dad, like I used to be a part. I hated fucking two steps. I hated pop tunes. I hated purple tunes and all that. But that was like the old man in me. Like, bro, that's what like like. That's what you grew up on. Like, think about all the dudes who were like, fuel injections, the devil. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where's the carburetors? The fuck? Yeah. Just get bigger jets. Right? Like, the nah. Fuck. Like, you gotta, you gotta change with the time. For and that's sure. like, like what I told you, I pulled up to that meat revving on my dickhead fuckboy shit. I was like, okay, I get it now. If I'm gonna do this, then I'm, I hate to say, I'm the king of the fuckboys. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, uh, that promotes, I hate to say it, it promotes yourself. 
people see. But my thing is, this is where I like kind of there's like a borderline. There's a difference between a fuckboy who bought a factory car, uploaded a map that shoots flames. And then there's perform in my head, there's performance flames. And this is going to sound stupid when I say performance flames, like cars that actually spit flames because they're tuned and well balanced and the fuel ratio is right compared to a kid who's like, I just put a flame map on my Z so I can rev the shit out of it. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't, there's no disrespect to that kid. For sure. But he, there's a, there's a chance he'll get into cars one day. It's, I get you, dog. It's hard, right? Because podcasting. Like, I fucking love podcasting. And I see other podcasts, and they're, like, bigger than my podcast views-wise and things like that. And the inner bitch in me is like, why is that podcast bigger? Why isn't mine bigger? And then the realist in me is like, you haven't been fucking doing episodes. You haven't been on your hustle. They're on their hustle. So even if they're putting out a 5 out of 10 episode and you feel like you put out 8 out of 10 episode, they're putting out 20 times more fucking videos a year than you are. So it's like on me, you know, and, and I get it. It's like this this world with the influencers and, and just like people getting fast tracked in the community. There's There's that internal part of me, the jealous part of me, which is like, Man, that dude doesn't even know about cars. Man, he's been new or whatever. But there's some sort of value that that person has that I don't have. Mm. And I need to look at that as an example. Like, well, I need to see what they're doing right and see how I can mix it up so it works for me without me changing the core of who I am. That's the formula. Like I describe it as a, I understand it completely because the same thing, even with my vlogging, I'm like, fuck my, I'd be like my videos, like bro, I put more heart in this video than them. This was just a ring, but consist, like they always say consistency is key. Like David Goggins and mm-hmm. all those dudes. Like I listen to a lot of David Goggins. Hell stay yeah. hard. And it's one of those like, bro, he's like, I'm up at 4 a.m. Everybody sleep. That's what separate me from them. And I'm like, whoa, this is some, it's be some deep shit. And everybody is always like consistency is key. Consistency is key. And it's like, I can't expect to get a hundred million views on a video. If I upload once a month or once every other month. For sure. And I, and I can, and I can completely understand where that comes from. For sure. And you have to be honest with yourself because it's like Goggin says, you know, there's the bitch voice yes. inside of you. And that's the bitch voice. The bitch voice is you looking at somebody else and you thinking that you know who they are uh, but you don't know you don't know what these people do behind the doors what if if they're like if they're studying podcasting if they're studying analytics if they're if they're even taking a fucking class at their their local college or something uh, on how to speak better you don't know what they're doing exactly. but they're doing something they're doing something right and that should give you that should give you that motivation that there's a lane right there. There's a lane that that I need that I need to get in if that's if that's what I want to be. I can't just be here and be an old ass hater, yeah. you know, because that makes me just look like a bitch, you know. You don't want to be that old man. Nah, fuck no, dude. And that's what I under, like. Even with me, people are like, well, how do you talk so much shit? Like, where do you get it from? I'm like movies. I literally watch movies. Or anything I say comes from or is inspired by something I've watched back in the day. Mm. Like, it, like it's just like it just naturally happens. But it's like even with me, like my goal, I guess my goal in life, would be, I would love to be an announcer. 
an announcer an announcer like at a drift like i announced a drift event called hot pit auto fest but like on a grand on a not that hot pit isn't big it's our local big event but it's like i want like like this would be like the prelims to the x games kind of event like gotcha. i want to announce x games i want to be like not x games physically but like x games level of driving that's what i want to do but to be there it's learning how to facilitate eight hours of talking multiple days i can talk for two four hours but eight hours entertaining the whole time and then having like facts yeah it's like a like a vin scully yes in peace like that like yes him chick hearn those kind of dudes like those you got like i'm witty and i'm fast-paced but it's learning to you but to harness it 24 7 all the time anytime because mind you those mind you how many games are in a baseball season yeah then he was doing vin scully was doing that how long yeah and being entertaining like art lebeau Perfect example. Shit. Rest in peace, Art LeBeau. Rest in peace. Every night, I listen to somebody called Delano Prison. <laughs> Prison. And he's like, Art LeBeau here. Oh, Diana on the phone. I like to give a phone call to Baby Joker <laughs> in Delano Prison. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I would like to play that. That one's I'm sitting in the park waiting for you. <laughs> oh, for Diana and Baby Joker. Like that dude for all his life. And then he would do it live. Yeah. At the same cadence, and the one thing you never heard anybody talk shit about. Though chick, nobody. Vince Scully, nobody. Blart LeBeau, there's no, there's nobody that will disrespect those names for sure. And that's the kind of level that I would want to be on. Mm. Like, oh, you know Gary King Jr. Like right now, some of the drivers are hot pit are mad at me because I'm too, too blunt. I start off every hot pit with like, if you fucking suck, don't come here. Mm. And then and it's and then what I what I mean by it is like. All of you paid a good amount of money to drive. Don't waste that. Like, I don't care. Like, this is like, there's a difference between driving for fun and driving for competition. You didn't qualify because you fucking something blew up or something. Take your ass back to the pit. Don't waste my time announcing you if you don't, if you can't perform. Mm. And I let them know that very clear. Yes. Yes is mean to me. But nobody, ain't nobody. Unfortunately, in this day and age, nobody's putting your they foot on their necks no more. There's no more hardcore lessons. There's no more. Well, you should have came fucking prepared. Got you. No, I I feel you on that. My only thing would be if there's a message that you're trying to convey, and you're getting some sort of resistance with the way that you're conveying that message, you're not doing yourself a service. Because your message isn't getting delivered to everybody. And that's what they tell me. The, the, uh, Jeff Jones came up to me. He's like, hey, bud, I love what you're saying, but some of the drivers won't. And I was like, well, who said it? And I'm not saying who said it. Come up to me. Let's start a problem. It's who said it, who took offense so I can say I'm sorry. Mm. I didn't mean it that way. I'm not trying to demean any drivers. I'm trying to make that. And I told him at, the, at the, like, the, the little ending ceremony, I'm not trying to demean any of you. I just want the best from you. And I know everybody here is capable of the better level. For sure. A lot of you drivers want to make it to pro, to pro pro. And and I can't tell and I can't tell you who it'll be. I can see who has potential. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want you to waste your time if you're never going to be at a pro level. But it's I shouldn't say that. And the way that translates like, so so the way that is looked upon, like let's say if I made it to the pro pro level of announcing, the way that fucks them over. Imagine Downstar pays Jeff Bezos 
$100,000 a year to run their boats. And they hear me saying their driver sucks. Well, why should I pay you? Mm-hmm. I just took money off your plate. Yeah. Because of my opinion. For sure. And it's, and it's under, and I've been, and I've understand that. So it's like, as going into 24, I'm going to be a little nicer. Yeah. Just, just keep it funky. Uh, just keep keep the commentary flavorful, but at the same time, I don't want to disrespect any drivers. No, I feel you, and that that's the way that I, I look at things. Is that the the main objective is to get whatever whatever my message is out, and I have to figure out different ways of getting the message out to to the masses. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you have employees, you can't talk to every single employee the same way yeah. because one person deals with it one way one person deals with it the other way but you want to be able to just like get the job done whatever the fuck it is to get the job done and then yeah it does make sense where it's just like well if you're not tough enough like toughen up or whatever but then you gotta think about that like when we were growing up i know when i was getting taught lessons from from my father it was like you're doing this because i said yeah like well, if you would have fucking told me why you're saying it, if you would have kind of just just talked to me like like a human, like, I'm telling you, don't do that because this could happen. And then if that happens, then this is all right. So that's how I talk to my son now. Mm. I'll tell my son, look, if you do this, then this could happen or whatever. When very well, I could be like, don't do this because I said. Yeah. And then that's like, well, he, why? Yeah. Well, why? You know, and that's that could be a thing. Like you guys. If you're not going to come out here and do your best, like you're taking a spot for somebody else, you're wasting money, you're wasting your time. Like you don't want to be doing that. Yeah. You know, like, 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 uh, bills are expensive right now. Tires are expensive. Come on, man. Like, let's, let's do it. You need help with anything. You let me know. We'll get you situation. I want everybody to have a good time. See, that's not my approach. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's not my approach at all. My approach, my, my, my approach is like, these are grown men, but, but I understand that. I understand that. It's one of like victim of circumstance. Like you never, you get to, and that it has happened to all of us. You come well prepared, then you get to the track, car won't start. Yeah. What the fuck? And then you're like, you're sitting here like, bro, I already paid, already drove this far, car won't start, and you're sitting here like, well, you are, your turn's already up, you missed qualifying. And then it's like, all right, you get home, then the car just turns on. Oh shit! And you're like, what the, fu- what the fuck? What it's because you yelled at me. That's why. That's what I'd be thinking. It is. That's what I like. I tell people, and this is what I mean when I tell people cars have a soul and the soul comes from us that's why i love engine swaps the reason why i love engine swaps is because you took something that had a very normal shelf life gets to live an extraordinary life Mm -hmm. like the k swap Mm. think about all those tsx's all those elements all those accords that were just going to be a regular ass accord its whole life now that engine becomes a race motor Mm. you give it a purpose like when people do ls swaps you took a truck engine that was just going to be a truck now it's living a race life. It's like if somebody was like, "Hey Frank, you wanna you wanna be a a boxer?" Like I guess, yeah. Like I'll train you up. I'll get you ready. Like I'm not gonna say you're the best boxer, but you'll be able to hang with the big dogs. Like bet. Like let's do it. Yeah. You took a normal person's life. Not that say you're normal. Just took a normal thing and made it extraordinary. Yeah. And that's why I love like engine swaps in that sense. And it's like even with cars, like it's like bro, like this shit nice. For sure. This shit nice. So, like, even with the drivers, like, I understand, like, you just got to, I don't know how you talk to your car. I call my cars my sons. I try to wash them. I try to talk to them. Like, even when I'm like, you're ready, you want to do something. Like, when I was at that Zoomies event, um, I said, do you want to do a burnout in this car? 
I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do a burnout. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, nigga, I want to do a burnout. <laughs> but this, but this was the flex. This was the flex, and it's not to belittle anybody. Uh, the Donut Media Boys showed up. Mm. It was James and in the. In the Little Hilton, all that. I know them dudes. Very cool dudes. They came up in this wet ass E forty E thirty six four door on VSKFs. Some dudes, oh shit, these motherfuckers got VSKFs. I'm sitting here like I ain't got VSKFs. Uh, <laughs> but then he's, oh shit, this nigga got perfect sail on the side of his skyline. I'm like, I do. <laughs> but then I end up doing a burnout. I do a burnout, do a sitter, car gets sideways, and I ended at the donut media booth. And then uh, one of the dudes look at me like they look at them like you gonna do that? And then I just said something super slick out the mouth. I said that's the habit. That's the difference between when you own your shit and somebody else builds your shit. Oh, and just drove it away. And what I mean by that, it was no disrespect to that to them. And what I meant by that, like this is Gary King Jr.'s car. This isn't Hoonigan's car. This isn't fucking Greddy's Motorsports car. This isn't Haltech's car. This is my fucking car. For sure, the title is in my name. They break that shit, they're going to have to answer somebody. I break my shit, I answer to me and For Matthew sure. yeah. and Gilbert. And it's like, bro, you fucked your shit up again? What'd you do? Like, ah, oh, you know, probably did a burnout too long. You're sitting on limiter, like shit like that. Yeah, That's what I have to worry about because there's like consequences and repercussions because it's like my car, that's the cars that I use to do shit are not always content-based. So if it breaks, like the R33 oil pan, it's got a mean link in it because uh, I took it over Alvaline. They stripped the drain bolt. Oh shit! Uh, I, I used a, I found another drain bolt that fit, but then it's just leaking because the first couple threads are stripped, so it's just leaking past it, which is shitty. But should have took it to Walmart. Should have did it myself. Should have last last. I was like, you know what? The Valvoline people they got a 350Z outside on a stand stuff. Oh, I trust them, shit. but it's, it's just when you go to those places, you got to look it up on Google Earth. You do the aerial, and then you can see like the U-turns that they make mm. from when it drips. You okay. Know, however big. Okay. However big that line is, or however dark it is, and you're like, it's probably not the jiffy I need to be at. Nah, not no more. Multool came through, and they said, "Hey, listen, pretty much, hey, listen, listen, stop, stop fucking around. living life, bro. Here's, here's some oil. Look at you. I'm happy. So, like I said, I'm, I'm, I am, I am very blessed." Because it's one of those things, like, if you th like if I thought of, I would never thought I'd be here. Bro, I thought I'd be in a factory all my life building F-35s or being at SpaceX doing, like, looking at rocket shit. Yeah. But, like, I'm here. Hell yeah. I'm, I'll take it as long as the wheels, as long as the wheels are spinning, I'm there for it. If it's not, then shit, it was a good ride. So, with all of the, uh, the influencer space and, like, content creating space, do you ever feel like there's any sort of, like, competition between you, your team, and, like, other automotive content creators my in my head my competition is me like i don't worry about like the like the comparison is always like are you worried about what hurts doing no mm. i looked up to him like i'll, I'll be for very i looked up to him because it was like bro this is a brother with some style that likes what i like and it's in his different avenues mm -hmm. or like mike mike they're like mike mike is your boy right like he's doing shit like i'm proud for him doing his thing because he made his lane but what I'm worried about is me. So every day it's a battle against me. And when I say there's a battle against me, like the YouTube space is so it's like it's it's not like basketball. There's no there's no championship in this content shit because everybody can win. Mm. Like in the podcast space, there's not like, a, oh, here's a Grammy for a podcast. It's like, no, like you did good this week. Guess what? You get paid. Guess what? I like your podcast. You get paid. The goal is to always make the money. So for me, it's like. I'm moving at a pace where the only person that hurts my progress is me. Mm. 
And when I say that, even like when I told you I'm taking my health more seriously, like that took a lot because it's me fighting old Gary. Old Gary wants to pound two large pizzas and a two liter of Sprite. Two large pizzas. Two large pizzas and a two liter of Sprite. Cap. Cap. What kind of pizzas? Bro, Shakey's Bunch of Lunch. Ask anybody. Two large? Two large pizzas. So that's like. That's like, that's like two, two large. Two of them. Two of them. Why would you do that? Because I can. Damn, that's crazy. That's I wish what, I could. That's what I'm saying. And, and, but it's like, it's over. That's what, those gluttony. I was overeating. I was legitimately that's overeating. Crazy. And the thing is like, I would like, like I would depress eat. Like right now mm. my car don't work. You know how badly I just want to down a 20 piece nugget. Don't need to. Like, and I eat, I'm eating nuggets like chips. I'm like eating them like chips oh, or was eating them like shit. chips. So like to like so for me there is no like moderation. Like it's either I'm all in or I'm all out. So food was your comfort? Yeah, food was very much my even as a little kid, like bro, I get picked on and shit, being a musty kid <laughs> being the being the musty smelly kid in <laughs> in, in elementary go, yeah, I, I eating hot dogs. Yeah, pause. I was, pa. <laughs> I was over here eating four oh fucking yeah, but, but but that's what I do because it's like like love, there's love like, you know, like hey man, I love you. Cool. That whatever, fucking I don't feel that. Mm. I want food. I need to something physically to feel. You feel me? Like, like you feel you feel pain. You feel anguish. You feel heartbreak. You feel joy. I feel food, and that was one of those things. Realizing, like, right now, like, uh, what was it last year? I went to the doctor. Doctor was like, "Hey, bro, you got prediabetes and high blood pressure. You're two hundred. You're three hundred and forty-five pounds. This young." Do you want to live a long time? My girlfriend's in the back. He's going to die. He like, but it's one of those things. Like it's a wake up call. Like, bro, you're 345 pounds. It's the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I'm damn near fitting in four X's now. Like this is a two X now. So I literally like made like, but it was like an on off switch. I switched on the, like, I'm not going to eat any food, any bad anymore. Switched that, that button on, started doing jujitsu and all that. Then lost some weight. And then like, all right, I started getting back on my bullshit overeating. And then I could, you could see it. Like I'm back on camera. Oh, there go that fat ass motherfucker again. Mm. And now it's like, bro, like, like the the realization that hit me again. Like we put a car on a trailer, and you know sometimes trailer doors where the car won't open. I gotta hop out the window, bro. I'm trying to, sh I'm trying to. I look like a motherfucking rag doll trying to get out the window. But yeah. it's like realizing, like, bro, you gotta take your health seriously. Yeah. Like you're too young to be feeling like this. Like I'm trying to, trying to like. There's an appearance that I want that I want to have, and to have that, like, I'm not saying being fat. Nothing wrong with being fat. Nothing wrong with being a large person, but I know what I want. Yeah. And that's what I like. That's why my own worst enemy, like staying away from, you know how, how weird it feels sometimes. Like we go out to eat, like I go to cheesecake factory. Can I get like a ribeye steak and some, some, a salad and some green beans and a water with lemon? You ain't going to eat no bread. You ain't going to eat no mashed potatoes. What's wrong with you? Like, bro, I got to do better. And then people start like questioning you about why aren't you doing better? Y'all was rewarding me for eating two large pizzas. Y'all was rewarding me for eating 40 nuggets. Damn, yeah. this motherfucking could sure put it down. But when I want to eat healthy, like this isn't every, this isn't people on my team. It's just people, people in general. Yeah. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta do better. For like, sure. If I ever had, like you understand, like you got a kid. If I ever want to have a kid and be here longer, two large pizzas is not going to help me see my kids walk to graduation or get married. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta tap in, you know, and you just gotta make those changes. And, it's hard, especially since it's something that you've done your whole entire life. It is. 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 It's like, but in my head, it's like, bro, you know what pizza tastes like. For sure. 
Bro, my, my go to is chicken bacon chicken bacon pepperoni with pineapple. Oh wow. Yes. That was or like a throw a jalapeno on there. That was good. I was set. And then the Sprite, cool, crisp, protesting face. But that's what you, you, that's it. You crack that Sprite, that McDonald's Sprite, and then the, the motherfucker fizzles. Like when you open, you take off the lid and it's just. Tickling you, bro. Pause. But, pause, but this like, like, I don't need that. Yeah. I'll drink a LaCroix. It's not the same. Sparkling water is not the same, but it hit harder. Gives you the, the bubbles. It gives, it, uh, so this the is what, spice. It's a little spicy. And that's what I was like. My homie, who's a former drug addict, he's like, bro, I commend you. Like, it's hard to break an addiction. Like, I'm not saying I'm not going to go back to eating two large pizzas, but I don't want to go back to eating two large pizzas. Mm. That should make you like feel like, bro, it's like, it make you feel like shit. Hell yeah. Like, I felt like hella shit. Like, to the point where it's just like, bro, like, you can physically feel shitty like greasy and fat i don't i don't want that no more yeah for sure man that's i mean congratulations oh thanks it's just it's just a small road it's still got a long way to go well i mean even getting to the point where you realize that there's a problem and that you're doing something about it you know that's like that's huge right there because some people they never realize that they even have a problem or they don't even think about it being a problem it's like damn man you're cheating yourself out of so much life and that's and that's what it, it hit different when you're doing like adult relations and you're like why are you out of breath and then i'm catching a cramp right now smashing like oh let me lay down <laughs> and, my, and, my, and my girlfriend she's like she's like are you okay do you need a break and i'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i feel you man well that's good that you, you can kick yourself in the ass you know i got i got because like i don't have nobody to fall back or like my cut like the two hardest people like my cousin and probably zach my cousin like could have done this better should do more like because but it's like if people like even my girl like if there's not somebody there i have more people like three solid people i got matt josh and narina that are always like on my head about something always on my head like Mm. oh bro you should be doing this you should be doing that you could be doing more you could be doing that and it's understanding if people aren't there telling you you can do more then you'll be comfort you'll be comfortable Sure. And I always like feeling uncomfortable. That's why Zach's always yelling at me. And people are like, you don't get tired of him yelling? I'm like, you don't understand. Like, he comes from, I come from a generation where, like, if if somebody not putting their foot in your ass, then you're not going to do better. Mm. You'll never reach who you really can be. But people say, good job, man. You know what, Frank? You're really doing good, man. You're doing really good. Like, I don't, I, I appreciate that, but I, I, I love it more. So you could be doing more. For sure. Why, why aren't you doing more? Like, huh? What you mean? Like, bro, you. You always say you're broke. Then why don't you do more about it? I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing as much as I can. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Doesn't seem. And then that's that's the shit I love. Yeah, because then it makes you think like, damn, maybe they got a point. You know, like I was telling you, I uh, released that podcast last night. Mm-hmm. I have a week in between episodes. So I have a week to edit the podcast. I waited to the last fucking day. I'm like, fuck, man. All right, let's fucking tap in, bro. Stayed up till like 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning. And I woke up at 7. I'm like, all right, let's get it. You know, I don't like to do that because I like to get sleep. Yeah. But I'm like, man, if I if I went to sleep at like 10 every night, which anything after 10, I'm not really being productive. And if I woke up at like 4 every morning, 5 every morning, what more could I accomplish? What more things could I do? You know, how much, how much further in 
my success, whichever success mm. it could be. Even if I fucking woke up in the morning, go for a run, go to the grocery store, get breakfast, and then cook for the family. Whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Something. Water my grass in the morning, something. That's like three hours that I could have just to myself where nobody's asking for my time, where my phone's not blowing up. I don't have emails to be answering. And then I'm just thinking like, damn, why don't I do that? Because I'm a bitch, <laughs> you know? And, and that's and that's what, like me, like I set my alarm at six o'clock in the morning now. Usually I get up around four to like shit or piss or something. But like six o'clock, if I'm not up at six in the shower by like 6.30 and out at seven, then it's like the day is wasted. And like mm-hmm. the way that, for example, uh, my late my lady left to the airport today at like three in the morning. I was trying to sleep, but you know she hitting the texting back and forth. Get up at six. Had I not got, if I had waited till like seven, that pushes everything out an hour. I gotta go to Haltech, look at my ECU, go to Hoonigan, pick up the trailer, podcast at twelve. Then I still gotta go to Magnus, and I still gotta go back to the shop. I still gotta go get tires. All that, all that becomes longer. Yeah. And it's one of those, number one, I want to be on time. I was like, bro, you said noon. I was like, bro, I'm going to be here in six minutes, which was 12.06. To me, I'm late. Yeah. I you're, like, you're, not, you're like, doggy, I'm not tripping, but it's like punctuation. If you're not early, then you're late. Yeah. So it's like starting at starting your day at six, like I barely sleep now. I maybe get maybe whew, a solid four hours of sleep mm. if I'm lucky because my mind's always going. It's like, oh, man, we could do this. We could do that. We can do this. We can do that. Just write it down. Write it down or I'll forget. And it's hard. It's hard to sleep. Knowing you got like you, you same thing. Creative, always something in the pipeline. Always something new. Like, hey man, we should do this. Hey man, bro, you know they putting fucking down star bolts on Teslas now. What, motherfucker? Top what? Yeah. yeah. Now it's a new market. Now you got to think. What can you cater to? What can you do? Like for us, even at Booty Hustlers, it was like the shitty thing is like for us is like my cousin and I had this vision. Like, bro, we should put. We were putting cars on shirts before they became big, big in the mainstream. Not saying that we were the first. NASCAR did it first. They had a bunch of people putting cars on shirts. But we had an idea. We should do this and we should do that. Yeah. And then, sure enough, somebody else did it. And it was one of those waiting around for people and everything, like being a victim of the... the sometimes hustlers get hustled. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things like, hey, bro, can you do this for us? Sure, man. Pay me. Whoop de whoop. Then that. But then it, it comes to like getting that, that routine. Like my cousin gets up every day at like four in the morning, goes to the gym, goes on a walk. Cause this, but he's like, it's like, cause I have he has a we share the fitness app oh, okay. on the on the on the phone. Oh, that's so it's cool. like, yo, Josh just finishes his, uh, his total bike training, his for his total hike training. So I'm like, oh, he's on his shit with him. He's trying to lose weight. He's a bigger dude. He's like six eight, was like five fifty. Now he four hundred. His goal is to get back to two hundred. Our goal is to get back in the high school weight. I want to be two fifty. Realistically, mm. two twenty would look nice. Mm. But two fifty is that like that solid like oh you kind of lift weights kind of like you can muscle a nigga around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Just, just that, just, just little shit, little shit. Waking up early, stretching, getting a routine down. I get up six o'clock, do the sheets, kiss my teddy bear, kiss Joel the ostrich, look up to the sky, thank God, say what's up to Grandma if she listening, if she made it up that high, yeah. And just, just start the day. And then I always, I start the day, and I listen to the same song every day. I play like "Man in the Box" by Allison Chains. I'll listen to that, mm. or just some, something, something like get me going, like, like that shit. Rooster, uh, Mario Judah, uh, Benny the Butcher, shit like that. Like uh, Joy Badass. I've been listening to like people remixing like cartoon songs. So this is like emo version of Arthur. So I'll listen to. <laughs> but shit like shit that gets the me in the fuck yeah. But it's like shit that gets you in the in the right mood. 
like to start the day you know what i'm saying hey put that muppet baby shit that's on. what i'm saying bro put that <laughs> mother, put that motherfucking tiny tunes adventure on for Run the one time ducktails oh life is like a hurricane the here duck duckburg race cars lasers airplanes it's a duck blur damn yep bro, that's funny that's that's what that's what i really be on like my my brain really be on cartoons cars and random shit mm. super duper random shit and jacking off bro bro let me tell you something bro when my lady was out of town 10 times gone easy you know, uh, do you know who Mr. Organic is? Mr. Organic? Yeah. Who's that? You don't know Mr. Organic? Who's that? Oh, shit. Okay. He, do you know who Tall Car, Tall Guy Car Reviews, I think I've is? heard of that. The black dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. So his homie is Mr. Organic. Okay. So Mr. Organic, he just, I don't know. He just became fucking, I, don't, I, I forget his story. He's, you should look him up. He's just funny asshole and uh, super successful rich or whatever. Um, he came up with that guy. I guess they moved from, uh, I don't know what state, but then they moved here and then he just started hustling and okay. he just blew up Mr. Organic. And I saw a podcast clip cause he has a podcast and they always like talk about sex and shit. This dude is like horny ass, big, fool, horny, right? big, big horny ass, nasty fool, you know, gets mad bitches. So Shh, I get it. whatever. Good for you, doggy. Yeah. But he was saying that like, uh, he doesn't jack off and I'm like, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah, it's like. It's real, it's real suspect if you think about it. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? And he starts to break it down. He's like, yeah, you know, you got your own, you got your shit in your hand and you laying down and you got tissues and nut in your stomach and shit. I'm like, damn, that, you know, you kind of got a point. First of all, who's that on their stomach? What are we in high school, bro? <laughs> the fuck? Shoot. <laughs> shoot that you know, shit. Shoot so, it up. So, maybe he hasn't jacked off her yeah, since then. Maybe. Like, you know, you just kind of kind of suspect you trying to hit the ceiling and shit what the fuck kind of shit are you doing i'll be i do be on trying to hit the ceiling type shit i'm gonna be like bro it'd be some it'd be sometimes that i'd be like damn it went that far and i'll be looking like damn because you gotta it, give it a thrust it sounds like a thud like like yo that's my nut hitting a wall right now <gasps> oh shit but yeah sometimes I'll be like i don't even know if this is the thing for me no more dog. ain't Plus, nobody gonna take away my jacking off bro yeah. that's my time that's that's me you know what for me dog is like i always take away things from me that i enjoy and it's like you know i stop drinking oh, good for stop you. smoking i'll smoke every once in a while but not like every night okay you know, i'm just like dialing back I'm like certain foods and my wife's like why are you always doing this and now I'm thinking about not jacking off no more. Bro, that's you can't what do the that. fuck, you can't do dude? That. I don't even drive my car no more. You I'm in my own prison. You I'm are, in my own prison. You're a huh? victim of yourself. Yeah, discipline. Is that discipline? I guess so. Smoking, drinking, okay, those are enablers, enablers for some people. Jacking off too much, bro. Ain't no such thing. Well, that's that's what they say. If you're because you, you, you're jacking off too much, you become a kind of porn addiction, and then you look at women in that's a different way. Well, hey, the porn shit. Because you got to think about it. Like, how many of these girls are in this situation because they're just like, oh, like a healthy, like a healthy career versus not, dude. Like, they have some trauma or some shit. Like, some of them just hoes, bro. Some of, <laughs> some of them just hoes. Like, I'll be on Instagram, and I kid you not, I'll go to my Explore page right now, and it's just it's cars, horror movies, Transformers, and bitches. That's li literally what it is. Dog, what the fuck, bro? That is random. I'm, I'm I'm super random. Super random, dog. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I'll probably just take it down to like 
once every couple hours or something like jacking that. off yeah bro I just, it just depends like you start the day off get it out take a little nap might hit another one hit the shower yeah so then i was listening to like mr organic i'm like yeah that shit's that shit's sus jacking off and then you see like wolf of wall street it's like you gotta jack off if you want to be straight minded i'm like yeah you're right i need to straighten out my mind right now and exactly like, i don't know what the fuck i don't know who to listen to bro bro you gonna listen to wolf of wall street based on a true story or do it on a podcast true that's the way you gotta look at it i always wanted a countosh i want an f40 mm. and if jacking off get me an f40 <laughs> so be it so be hey how'd you get that car jacking off jacking off a straight mind leads to a healthy <laughs> process when um noel right mm-hmm when Noel hit me up and he was telling me like that you wanted to get stuff for the supercharger. I'm like, yeah, what's the uh the email? And he was telling me. I'm like, wait, what is that? And he told me I was like, That's one of those emails where you're like signing up for something that's like get hit sixty nine oh, at gmail oh, dot gave, com. Did he give you my Gary at booty hustlers at dot com email? So so I- to break it down, <laughs> to break it down, uh, Booty Hustlers has nothing to do with booty. Okay. Uh, my uncle Gabe, God rest his soul, um, I was working computer store at the airport and riding BMX. And he, you know, if you out here still booty hustling, so you bust your ass for what you want. That's mm. what booty hustling is. So for everybody, it's like, oh man, you hustling that booty? Yes, always. Because and the number one thing is, I bust my ass every day for what I want. Mm. That's literally what I what this is. Oh shit! All and right. That, that's and that's really for the for the it just it just when you start like I told my cousin like I want to start a company called Booty Hustlers like he's like nigga you know it's gonna be hard, but it's one of those things like I sit here in meetings, million dollar companies take us seriously. Like the first time we got took us seriously was a Ford of, it was a Ford dealer, uh, Margaret Santa Margarita Ford, out in like Orange County. Booty hustlers, what's that all about? Told him that, showed him the videos that we do, and it was like, wow, that's really different, man. And they took us seriously. Had a cool little deal where they let us borrow a Raptor for like a year when my cousin got his Raptor. So he had like a third gen, I had a second gen. And it was like, you know how powerful it is walking into a corporate meeting looking like this and having them trust you with the namesake? And then they start to notice the name around. Like, I was driving down the street, I saw a car with a booty hustlers banner. He sure did. How did you get a Raptor? My cousin? No. Like, how did they just let you borrow? So, the way it worked was for the Raptor, we made content with the Raptor. And then they eventually sold it. Because it was like a commercial. Because the whole thing is like, and this is what, when you get to a certain car, you only hear about it. Like, when you think of the TRX, like, what the fuck's a TRX? What the fuck is a McLaren? What the fuck is a Ferrari? You always hear names, but you never have somebody to show you what it does. Yeah. So when they when we got the Raptor, it was one of those, like, my cousin got the Raptor. They gave him the sponsorship deal was, we'll give you sticker on all the cars. Because at the time, it was dealer markup. So gotcha. now sticker is, like, the best deal you can get. There's no more haggle in the dealership. So they said, we'll give you sticker on the third gen. The third gen sticker was under 100. Markup was, like, 130, 150. Mm. So they gave him the deal, and then it was like, as a return, we'll show you what we can do. They gave me the second gen, was making content with it. Would you believe Ford trusted me with a Raptor? They trusted you with a Raptor? Oh, what the fuck is a Raptor? Oh, you don't know what a Raptor is? A V6 twin turbo off-road truck. What? What do you mean? Like, you can put this motherfucking four high and drive through the sand. What? Where'd you get it from? Santa Margarita Ford. Oh, my goodness. And it sold. 
Mm. As soon as I was done with it, it sold because they wanted the truck that I had. And it was just, and it just worked that way. But then the conclusion was, it was like, we appreciate what you guys did for us and everything, but we don't really need help selling these trucks. They sell themselves. And I was like, thank you. What you, what they, they weren't unappreciative. They were like, we appreciate everything you did for us. What you did, did what you did helped. But at the same time, it's just, just not working out right now. Budget wise, like we don't have, it was more or less pretty much like you did promo for us. Thank you. You got a truck out of it. Thank you. Going into next year, we don't see a real budget because it doesn't help or hurt to have you. Got gotcha. it. It, it did help, yes. But the truck was going to sell regardless, mm. with or without you. People just got to see what it did because of you. And we appreciate that. Gotcha. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. Because you took a company like Booty Hustlers. With the wild name it is it, and I even did. This is what the I remember. I was talking to my boy at Falcon. I was like, "You ever think it'll be a chance for Falcon to work with Booty Hustlers? You want be? He's like, you want be honest? I was like, he's like, fuck no. Mm. He was like, our dudes are super conservatives, Japanese dudes. Mm. They see the name, they're gonna think wrong. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't want to deter you from it, but it's just not for us. Cool. Now I got a company, Motegi Wheels, sponsors Booty Hustlers events. Hoonigan helps out with Booty Hustlers. Will Pros does stuff with us and it's that's a bigger a bigger global umbrella because these are people who make damn near a million dollars a day that take me seriously and take us seriously because they understand that we're tapped in with the younger generation like we bro it's it's not through the through the history of time there's three things people want free shit hyped up shit and to fill a part of something pull up to a skate demo throwing out shirts Throwing out stickers, taking pictures with kids. They feel like they're part of the brand. Talk to us. Talk to a kid for a minute. Each talk to each kid for a minute. Give them your little bit of time. Means the world to them. Yeah. Same thing in the car world. It's just I like I say I never got to be a pro BMXer, so this is the closest thing I'm gonna get. Getting products from companies, getting money from companies, getting paid to travel the world. Like literally, like bro, like every other week, I'm on the road, mm. and they and they pay for it. When did you realize that you had this this skill of promoting, connecting? I recently, it was one of those things because at first it's like you send the email and you get some stuff, but then it's like really like this year's where I honed it in. I'd say because thanks to my cousin, he was like, "Bro, you're the shit you do on the video." So what I do is like POV reviews, thirty seconds to a minute because the attention span of the average human is dwindled down because of social media. So if you can get them, I learned at Hoonigan, if you can get them in that first couple seconds, then you're good. For example, if I was like, you wanna see this shiny motherfucking bolt right here? They'd be like, whoa, what is that? This is a titanium hardware from Downstar. Mm. What does that mean? That this is corrosion resistant. What's corrosion? Rust. So you see your grandpa's car wasting away in the backyard, getting all rusty, you don't mm. gotta worry about this. And they're like, what is it backed by? Well, I went to aircraft school. Certain things are zinc plated or zinc coated because when an airplane's in the sky, you can't have fatigue on bolts. So zinc makes it better. And they're like, what? I can put this on a car? You sure can, motherfucker. Go here. And they're like, wow. Mm. But it's it's learning. it was learning that I could do that because before I would just say shit. But it's learning how to say shit. And that's when you become value to, valuable to a company. Because everybody wants something like my cousin Cyril, big influencer on TikTok. He's a fashion dude. And he literally told us back in the day, he's like, y'all niggas watch this. They're going to pay me to wear clothes. 
We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This was like before. This was like right at that thing where internet people were cringy. Where you should let me into your restaurant because I'm somebody. Mm. Now restaurants are like, we need influencers. And he's like, sure as daylight, bro. Putting he be putting that on. I'm like, these outfits are fucking goofy to me, but that's fashion, bro. Wearing jorts, mm. those uh, those new shoes with the flames on the side of them. They little skate looking shoes, mm. little baggy baggy old school Looney Tunes sh- shirt, and a and a cool little snap, a little cool little fitted hat. I'm like, damn, bro, you look like a creative skater off Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. <laughs> creative. But but he got that on though. I won't ever tell him that because he gonna get a big head. But but that's just the world we live in, and it's and it's and it's crazy. See, on my end, it's like I sit here and companies like, well, what can you do for us? And I'm like, well, let me prove it to you. CNN is in a pudding, right? I'll do I'll do five things, thirty seconds each. Like, how'd you do it so fast? Like, how did you do that? Like, I didn't come here to bullshit you. I came here to show you what the potential of your product was. Like with Magnus and superchargers, same thing. Met Noel, met them. Just told him like, hey, I want to put a supercharger on my car because my grandfather engine it tells us that was a story that's the true story my grandfather had this engine he always told me as a kid it was twin turbo supercharged it wasn't so i put a motherfucking supercharger on his old engine and he saw it and he loved it yeah but the way that works for them is like well how do you help us just through promotion i'm not trying to run your shit i'm not trying to be the face of your company let me coach you on what to do you'll be successful we all win i'm about the bigger picture I don't want the I don't want the MVP. I want the fucking championship trophy. I could care less about my accolades. If we win as a team and we get that trophy together, we win. Yeah. Damn. Scotto saw something. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's 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 what I'd be thinking. Like my mentality right now is no disrespect. Kim Block did pass away. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kim Block. But that doesn't mean we stop. Yeah. When the when Kobe died, did the Lakers stop playing basketball? Fuck no. The motherfuckers went for a championship and they got it. And that's what I want for the company, for myself, because it's like, I understand that a crucial part of the company passed away. I got to meet him. He was a cool ass. When I, from what I met him from, he was a cool ass dude. Talked about Star Wars. Every time I saw him, chopped it up about Star Wars because the last thing I want to do is bug a race car driver about cars. Mm-hmm. I want to know who you are as a person. And he finally met him like, Three times. Each time he was super chill. Got to see him drive. Hyped him up once to do this thing. And that was like, that was like, damn, I hyped him. Then he passed away. And then the, the, the takeaway from that was it's like, life is, bro, it was only 50 something. Only 50 something. Yeah. Like, if you really think about it, we're like a couple years, a couple, like a decade and some change away from 50. This man raced up Pikes Peak. Has a daughter that raced up Pice Peak, made multiple iconic driving films, and just died from not even driving. Like, I'm sure you've known people that have heart attacks and drop dead. So it's like, I wanna give it, like, now, like, my motivation is like, I wanna fucking give it my all. Mm. Like, number one, the st- and, I, and I hate to say the stack, the chips are already stacked against me because I'm a person of color. I don't care what nobody fucking says or how society looks at things. It's like, there's like my look. On a, on a certain other person works well but for me I have to I have to keep the jargon I have to keep whatever whatever fucking flies out my mouth I don't know when it'll fly out it just comes out like when we're shooting they're like you ready Gary like you know what you're gonna say I'm like just fucking hit play just hit record and I'll just make it work and I always make it work I doubt myself if it works but the process proves that it works so for me like my goal I just want I want 
everything that's mine. And when I say that, like when you asked earlier, do I see any of these dudes as my competitors? I don't see them as my competitors, but I want what you got. And you're either going to get down or you're going to lay down. Damn. Just like that. And when I say that, I'm not saying like, it ain't no like, fuck you. It ain't no fuck you. It ain't no fuck you. None of that. It's just like, I see what you got and I know I can put my twist on it to get what I need. And like, like, and and I, and the biggest contributor of people who, who put me on game, like I hit up Randy from Eliminate, like, hey, bro, what camera gear you use? Oh, I use this, this, and this. Oh, what's the settings? I use this, this, and this. Or I ask TJ Hunt, like, hey, TJ, what, like, whoop de whoop, like, whoop de whoop. Oh, you should, like, this is what I do. Bet. Yeah. Even the, the one thing that really opened my eyes to all that, I went to Adam LZ's, like, before he had the compound, he opened his door to me and he showed, and I was in there, like, bro, I'm sitting in his warehouse. He got people working for him doing shirts and shit it's like this shit tight huh and i'm like what did you just like he opened up as a real part i'm like bro this is fucking very motivational you got motherfuckers working on your car you making content you just pulled up in a porsche you just bought damn and i'm sitting here like i could do this yeah i can and there's, there's no there's no cap i don't give myself well i only want to do this i want to want to do that and it's understanding i have a backing Hoonigan's not like don't do what you don't want to do. We we succeed if you succeed. So do what you need to do within reason. Yeah. I'm like, bet, I'll do that. So yeah, people say, Oh, you're not on a TJ Hunt level, you're not on an Adam L Z level. You some some people say some slick shit like that. Mm. And I hate and I don't ever mean to be I don't ever mean to sound arrogant or cocky. I'll look at them like, I'm not on their level, but I got someone backing me that's on their level. Yeah. The big homie put me on. Hence Mickey. The big homie put me on. Hence Scotto. The big homie always has f- f- fucking faith in his people. Yeah, for sure. I feel you, dog. You're uh, opening my eyes to a lot of shit, dude. Like, I just need to take shit to the next level, you know? That's that's really what like 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 this would this this number one thing that opened my eyes this week this past like couple weeks talking to this dude Dave Ingen I don't know if I'm saying his last name right he runs a, a series called Drift Games okay big fucking shit um, Drift Masters in uh, Ireland and all that fucking shitting on F not shitting on FD but it's a it's one of those like he got seats filled to the brim quality driving these motherfuckers drive hard and he was like everybody can drive these days. Everybody can drift. It's not hard. But what separates is you having some clean ass shit. Ain't no more like like in my life. Even my boy Tim told me this. He's like, Gary, you got the potential. Your shit just look rinky dink. Mm. And it and it hurts to hear that, but it's true, bro. I can't I got cars with no side skirts, missing cracked headlights, fuzzy ass headlights. Who want who wants some shit like that? That don't give a fuck. How many followers I got, what kind of reputation? Ain't nobody want no musty looking skyline at their booth. And that's like on the level on 2024, whoever's watching this, cut the musty shit out. Like, I hate to say it. Like, you'll catch, however, catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, some bees, or whatever the analogy is. Yeah. Like, 2024, like, I'm putting my foot on motherfuckers' necks. And when I say that, I'm putting metaphorically my foot on my neck. Whatever Gary was doing before ain't going to be what Gary doing next year. For sure. Like, yeah, I got, I got a supercharger on my car with a V8 in the skyline that motherfucker better look Chris cause the number one th- well his headlights musty well he ain't got science skirts well he's got a crack but I don't want to hear that for sure and it's easy to fall into the category of well I'm a drifter that's the no bar's excuse. not high 
the, the, you know? that's no excuse. Like, you built this car, right? You knew what you was getting into when you started sliding it. Make that. Like, one dude I can say always clean, Otis. Otis Dixon, S15, Rodney Monati's car, Hurt. Always, those those three dudes come to mind when I think of, like, level of, like, cleanliness. Otis shit always to the T. He got an S15. Rodney's shit always to the T with a four, uh, with a 34. Hurt, all his cars look the same fucking color. Granted, the financial may not be there for me, but I can make it work. Yeah. I can find somebody who wants to help me out and just ergo exchange content for some work. For sure. But, like, the thing is, like, like, how do I put this? They ain't no more excuses no more. Like, every every kid out there is coming. Like, in my head, there's always some kid coming for my spot. Granted, as God gifted to me, the universe gave this to me, Jesus Christ, all, all those factors, like the universe, God, and Jesus. The people say the mother, the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. Like, I got my own beliefs. Like, grew up in a religious house, but what I'm saying is, is like, bro, whatever God gave me, He's like showing me like, hey, bro, like you can do this. And when he's saying like, think about how many, like, think of how many people are in the world. And he gave this to me. Yeah. So here's your responsibility. Run with it however you want to. And then the devil's like, oh, I see you doing good, big homie. Yeah. Like here's some, here's something to distract you. The distraction is my self doubt. Looking at other people's shit and be like, damn, well, I'm not on their level. Mm. Looking at XYZ's car, like, damn, they shit clean. Why my shit not clean? Yeah. Nah, fuck that. Like, that. that's what that's meant to do. It's meant to deter you from your path. And whatever my path, I can't tell you, well, my path is going to be FD champion. I don't want that. My path is I want to do dope shit, see the world, and have fun with my homies. If I start a family, I start a family. And I want my family to live, like, off the shit I did. Like, here, like, like my time, my time's done. Son or daughter, here's the cards. If you want to sell them, start a business, do whatever you do. I'm here to support you. And that's why I want to just lay a foundation. That way it's like I don't have to worry about nothing. Every day it's like, bro, like I get up and I think, bro, I have a place. I live in a place with AC and heat. I have yeah. luxuries. For sure. And growing up, no, no, bro, we didn't have no AC. I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z in Spanish. Yeah, on uh, D Dragon Ball Z on Telemundo, <laughs> on Telemundo, and it wasn't that we were poor. Grandma was just like, "Bro, why well, I'm gonna pay for you to watch TV? TV's free." Yeah, just turn, just find something to watch or play outside. I'm over here really watching Frieza, talking shit to the motherfucking Goku in Spanish. It's I'm like, Spanish. I'm watching motherfucking Plaza Sesamo. You feel me? <laughs> I'm sitting here really watching this shit. Like, damn, this entertaining. Yeah, don't know no Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, why Big Bird look like confetti on for the one time? <laughs> but that's but that's the kind of shit. Like, I don't want my I don't like. I didn't have Jordans growing up as a kid. We had I had Vans. I remember Grandma had to break her pockets buying some like uh, Tony Trujillo. Not to, uh, what's the fucking the TNT Vans? Like mm. the, the skate. The, I forgot his name, but I had some TNTs and some Jeff Raleigh threes. The XLT threes, mm -hmm. man, I love them. But they was expensive back then. Sixty dollars for some vans when you can get some slip ons or some old schools for twenty five from the warehouse shoe sale. Yeah. Bro, that was luxury to me. And it wasn't that we were poor. It just we weren't about to live our side our means. Like you either you either eat or you get shoes. Uh well, you big, right? You gotta eat, so we gotta eat. Yeah. Can't have all the video games, but luckily I had people around me who had game. My boy Mike down the street. 
he had all the video games. <laughs> I'd be at his house. His mama dip. Here's twenty bucks, real quick. Go order your stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. He got top ramen and all that. I bring some back to the house for grandma. Yeah, you feel me? And she wasn't tripping because she had a job with the county. She was working at the little courthouse and shit, doing her shit. So I was like, yeah, you know, you need something to the house. Give Miss King something like that. So the neighborhood always looked out. So I didn't have, ca- I didn't have cable. Till I was like 13, 14. So I came in the tell, the tell beginning of the Majin Buu saga. Like, what's this? Mm. I had to hear about Super Saiyan. All them motherfuckers like through motherfuckers' windows, watching all that through the window at the homie's <sighs> house. And you know streetlights come on, so you can't just stay up and watch. You can't. How you gonna explain well, streetlights is on? Why the fuck you ain't in the house? Well, yeah. But, but that's what I really want. Like, yeah, that shit's a superpower. Now you know, back in the day, it was probably looked at it and you're like, man, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. But now that shit gives you the discipline. It's like, man, you're the people that the competition or the spot that you want to be at. Maybe their their bottom was like. Damn, that's a ceiling to me. Yeah. You know? Like, if they fall to a level, that's going to be crushing. Like, I fa- if I lose my business, I'm like, all right, let's fucking figure something out. It's <laughs> you like, know? And I understand let's go that. Go figure it out. Like, remember when I, showed, I sent you a picture of some bolts I had in my hand? <laughs> and uh, you were like, ugh, get them bolts out your hands. Yeah. Go wash your hands. And I was like, oh, oh. Because they handed them to me like, hey, you should try these. And I was like, hey, look what I got. Yeah. Felt like I was disrespecting you, bro. Just go to the go to, go to Oxnard, make the travel, say what's up, chit chat, go get the real shit. I got you, dog. And that, and that was that was the thing. Like, But it's like like my cousin, like we don't sacrifice in our merchandise. We don't sacrifice quality for nothing. Yeah, we could have made Booty Hustler shit on Pro Clubs. Yeah. Shaka Tees. Before Shaka became better quality. But... We researched, like I told him, like the hoodies. I was like, bro, who didn't get make these fucking awesome ass hoodies I want? And he was like, bet, I'll do the, that, that. And that's his strong suit, the Got marketing you. shit. Like he can find the shit. I can talk about the shit. Got so well, like, it's like, it's understanding. It's like before we would butt heads because I was like, bro, I need you to do this. I'm not, and, and I'm like, I need you to do this. But it's understanding I'm not you and you're not me. You, I can't, you can't hype shit up the way I can. And you, there's certain little things you look for in the quality of material that you like. Mm-hmm. Like, and I tell people, like, the old, and, and no disrespect, them old Hoonigan shirts was rough as fuck. Bro, I'd be shooting all day and my nipples be fucking sore because mm. it'd be rough as shit, but now it's smooth. <laughs> now that shit's smooth. They trying, you know what I'm saying? They got little yamis behind yeah. the shirts. But it's, it's just, it just comes down to everything. Like, the level of, the level of quality with the car builds, the level of quality, appearance-wise. Like, when I go to SEMA, I'm gonna be all fresh-shaven, hair braided, whatever. Yeah. Like fit that, put the glasses on and the hat. The glasses are my superpower. Yeah. I tell people because at those live events, like that shit's kind of scary and I love it. And when I say it's kind of scary, you think there's like maybe 500 people watching you talk to them. And I have, and like when I see them, when I have the glasses on, they look like dots to me. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like they turn and they just turn into like blips. Until it, but then the way, then the way I bring it back when it's time to give out stuff, then I was like, me, me, me. Then it just looks like I can see everybody individually. Then I like inside for like a quick second, I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And then this is when I turn it on. I turn it on, I want some free shit. Everybody wants, and then I hit him, who's got a baby? 
hold up your baby. And they'll hold up the baby and I'll bring me your baby. And then I'll put the t-shirt, this big ass t-shirt on the baby. And this is big, this big ass t-shirt on like, it's not a baby physically per yeah. se, but it's like a toddler. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the motherfucking, I don't say it like that, but like, this is the future right here. Like, yeah, the future. And I'm like, got out that got one. Got <laughs> Tricked him again. Tricked, yep. Just like that. Or what I'll do, I'll have a little push-up contest. Mm. Come do some push-ups. Big brolic lady hopped out last year. She was like, my size. I want to do some push-ups. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are we going to do here? She did the push-ups. She didn't win, though. Yeah. She was like, I did them. I was like, you know what? I took the shirt off my back. Take this. Oh, shit. Right then and there. And that shit connects with people more because they'll be like, that motherfucker really gave the shirt off his back to this lady. <laughs> like this random ass lady. She hit me up on, on, on fucking Facebook. I wash this shirt. I wear it every day. No. I'm very appreciative. Yeah. Oh, I'm very appreciative. I'm like, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that's what does it for me. That's like when like like money make it make it Mitch says, I love the game. I love the game. When they cheer, when I see these people, the motherfucking inside me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what no homo that's what gets me off yeah like like when i don't when i there's no adrenaline rush than having it like last year i'd seen i was like who lives in a pineapple under the sea hearing all those people yell spongebob square pants just some wacky shit like bro like when you have a control like a concert that is such like a, a trip yeah seeing people repeat what you say or know the words you say like you announce an ass motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucking entertain. Just like who's this fucking that announcing that goofy gay acting nigga with the comic books and the, the Transformers. Transformers jacking off, right? Hell yeah, bro. Good for you, Gary. I love it, dog. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You know oh. what I'm saying? I don't see. I don't seen you in the game for a minute. I don't know if everybody paid their roses or respect for you. A lot of companies done came and gone. But you stuck around. Thank you, bro. You from I the early it, from the early two thousands till now, like you found a niche in each generation, and it's hard to keep that going. Yeah, especially like every day something changes. At a moment, like I said, at a moment's notice, anything can happen. But you kept it funky, like you found alternative ways, and you, and it just happened to work. Sometimes it don't. Like unfortunately, like the Honda scene died out. EGs, Integras. All that died out, but then it's like a new reemergence. You got FRSs, you got BMWs. Now they yeah. want to get funky. Then after that, who God knows, but it's the one thing you still hear in business. For sure. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just every day I'm doing it, so it just all blends together. But it's like, I don't know how the fuck I'm still doing this shit, doing some, something right. What made you yeah. want to start this company? From when I got my right hand drive, I was um, painted the in engine bay, wire tuck, and everything, and I was putting it because the car was from Japan, so it's missing a bunch of fasteners. So I I sourced where to get some like dress up stuff because uh, on the forums um, there wasn't anybody that really sold them, mm. and then I would ask people that had them, and they wouldn't want to tell me where they got them from. So I ended up finding a spot. And then I put it on my build thread and then people asked me like, Hey, where'd you get it? And I was like, well, I got it. If you need it, you know, a dollar a piece or whatever. And that's basically how it started 2009 and just started to roll from there. So then just started to see, it started to go from fender washers to, you know, mount motor mount bolts, just the three long bolts 
and then the rest of the bolts and the engine and then just just snowballed you know but it's just i don't know i never feel i never feel comfortable i never even feel like like part of part of it all. i always still feel like an outsider I know you know what, what I mean? Which mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like, I know all of the people that I consider the movers and the shakers. Like I know all of them and like I work with them and shit. And then I still don't look at myself as that, you know? And that, and I, and I can completely understand that. And I don't know what it is. It's just the imposter syndrome or me thinking that well i mean it's just it's just bolts like, that's it's that's not... really what it is that's what i've been told the imposter syndrome because you never think you're doing good enough when you're actually doing good but you're not at the level you want to be at for sure like even even when i get my f40 and my lightning yellow r34 i'm still not content like what's the next i want a plane <laughs> i want me a 747 jet with down star bolts <laughs> hell yeah nah but it's like it's it's gotten for me, it's gotten past the point of material shit, and which is crazy because like I was so materialistic mm. when I was younger. It's because I didn't have shit. Same, you know. So I wanted to fucking when I started to get money, I wanted a Gucci belt. That was my shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because I didn't have those avisus. I got some money now. I want a Gucci belt, and now that I got means to buy things, I'm like, man, I don't even want to be buying shit. Well, well what do you want? I just want to be podcasting and talking shit and inter- entertaining people. Like I don't, I don't even want this to be a business. I don't want sponsors. You know, like it's, it's not even, it's not even about that. It's, it's just about like finding something that I enjoy and people enjoying my creativity. Whether it's me creating a podcast, me drawing a fucking picture me coming up with a new bolt when i think about coming up with new kits it's not about like oh well this kit we we project to sell this many kits we'll go into this market whatever it's like well now people that have mini coopers have one more thing that they can do to their car that hopefully it brings them some sort of joy you know hell yeah and uh i don't know it's it's crazy it's like like being being an entrepreneur it's it's like you're always just trying to figure out who you are all the time and, and what do you want. And that's when it comes like when we started this, the nine to fivers and the hustlers. For you know sure. What I'm saying like every day, like yeah, like I say, Grant, I have a job, but at the same time I want more. Like I'm not like I'm not like I'm not super materialistic. Like, bro, if I wear it, if I get it it's free. I'm not tripping. I'm not gonna go out and buy it. Like I'm gonna go buy them pants one day. Yeah. Just cause I got to. Yeah, for sure. But it's just knowing like you can though. And that's like the greatest fulfiller. Like, like in my head, it's like bills are paid. I can go buy food. I don't got to worry about if I got to eat. I don't got to worry about if there's a roof over my head. I got a bed to sleep in. I got everything I need. A human, the human comfort. Yeah. There's some people out there right now living in a car, probably listening to this. Some people out there who ain't don't know when their next meal is coming from. For sure. Bumming it on the homie's couch, but they won't be in that spot forever. I hope. But when when if they are. And, and, and best of luck to you at least for the next two hours yeah they'll have a a good good conversation to listen to oh, laugh definitely. a little bit you know get some sort of gem from it or what have you but it's like if you ask me right now what would i want to be doing i want to go to the skate park <laughs> i want to go skate that sounds nice you know, right 
I want to go skate. What's and your it, favorite skate trick? Uh, I like to ollie stuff, dude. Mm. I like and, and I like it, and it's like the most damaging because if you don't make that stair set or whatever, like that's a lot of impact. But once you land it, it's like, damn, that feels so good. That and then board sliding, mm. that's my thing too, you know. So are you a are you a long rail board slider? Yeah. Okay, thank uh, God. Let's get mad speed, bro, and just fucking fuck it. Let's go for it, dude, and See. just fucking do it. And then that's what I would like to do. Mm. You know, if 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 you were to ask me, well, I didn't have to work today. What am I gonna do? Oh, I would love to go skate. Maybe learn a new trick or something. Make some some sort of content. You know. And when you say like, like content, it's like, I want to make something that's artistic. Yeah. You know, there's a video that we always have a, a sale every year. It's called Bolt Friday. Mm. So for the whole entire year, we don't have any sales. We don't give discount codes, nothing. Cause I want the product to hold value to it. But every year we have a sale for Black Friday. It's called Bolt Friday. So I always do like crazy promo coming up to it. And then one year, I think it was 2000, 2021, um, I did a video with, with my son. And the video, the whole premise was he got kicked out of the house. He goes to the shopping center where he does skate at. And he's skating right there. And then he's trying to find a place to stay. All his homies say, no, you can't stay there. So then he goes to the skate park because that's the other place that he has comfort. He's skating, still trying to figure it out. Fuck, he's hungry. So he goes to McDonald's and then he's at McDonald's like, damn, I need to figure this shit out. So he's going to the shop, which is here because he needs to talk to me, his dad, because he got kicked out. And he's like, fuck, I got to fix this shit. And then he gets here and he, they're camping outside. He's like, hey, what's this for? And they're like, Bolt Friday. And, boom and fucking sale and shit you know <laughs> and like that shit is tight to me because it's like that people probably don't even understand the whole vision of that shit but that could definitely be somebody's reality father that works too much he's focusing on his sale doesn't even know what's going on with this kid the kid's a rebel because he doesn't have a father figure and he's getting kicked out of the house he's skating because that's the only comfort that he has and he only feels comfortable at the skate park, you know? And there's so much shit in the content that I do has, like, this this backstory to it. But it's, like, I guess I just don't feed the machine enough where it gets enough attention where people will start asking questions. Like, oh, well, where did this idea come from? And I'm like, well, I'm glad you asked that. Because it's not just, like, just some bullshit that I thought where it's just, like, bing, bolts are on sale. Now, get it you yeah. know yeah like some like you want to make it organic yeah yeah which when you go organic it's fucking hard bro and that's and that's <laughs> and that's and i understand that like even with the, the reviews shit i do because it's like you can't just you can't replicate the formula yeah because you are the formula yeah and it's just like yeah all those other things you can do it where it's trendy and and, and it's like it works but it's not it's not me mm. so how much of me do i really want to sacrifice my creativity to make this this sale popular or oh, it's like an internal battle you know it's a battle with me the business owner versus me the creative and who's gonna win today mm. you know i understand that one yeah and it's it's only something that 
creatives actually understand you know like what's the reason that you want to be out there and do these videos and to be seen and for me it's like to be able to give what i have in my head to others and hopefully they enjoy it like i like i hoped they would enjoy it you know because like it's you're like a cook yeah Fuck! I'm just I'm, I want to make this lasagna. Like this shit looks good. Or I want to make I want to make this kale kale salad. Damn, that lasagna sounds <laughs> smacking right now, bro. You know, I want to make this I want to make this lasagna. And oh. I don't want to make this lasagna so people think of me and think of me as a godly figure, and for them to be like, God, I want to be like him because he makes the best lasagna. And fucking, they're following me and my account, and they're just like, you're the best lasagna. No, I want to make this fucking dish. And hopefully these people enjoy this dish. And when you do that, it's just a lot longer of a road. It is. It is. But it's one of those, like, it's it's a long road that's well paved. Like, I tell people, like, think about people who get a gang of shit real quick. It just goes away. There's yeah. no appreciation for it. When you see somebody making the lasagna, laying down that, uh, whatever, lasagna, paper sheet yeah. <laughs> the noodle that, sheet yeah the noodle sheet and they put in the sauce and then the cheese like i watch a lot of people cook on so it's like i understand like the as you're not making lasagna to feed somebody you're making lasagna as an art yeah and that's the difference for sure there's a difference between like like even like what i do building a car and a car manufacturer they're building cars to help people get on the road mm -hmm. i'm building cars because i love to build the cars i like the the end process and that's the lasagna metaphor. For sure. You're, you're building because you want to see people eat and enjoy it. For sure. When people ride in my car and I do a pull and they fucking snap their head back, I'm like, yeah, nigga, I did that. <laughs> did fucking, your fucking neck hurts. But you like the taste. Yeah. You like the sounds, the sights. And that's what kind of separates the art. That separates the passion from the production. And it's understanding that sometimes it won't pay off. Yeah. Everything you do is not about the end. Sometimes it's like, bro, you can put your heart and soul into something and it won't pay off, but you give fucking some, and that'll do well. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's just the way it is. Hey, that's just the way it is. And I think that I've come to terms with that, that that's just the way it is. Even with like, like podcasting, bro, this is episode like 255. Okay. 255 i've okay. been podcasting since 2018 and maybe there's other other things i could have done to help fast track it i could have marketed differently i could have had the conversations where it's more salacious mm. get the clips but it's like i'm not trying to do all that shit like that's just corny to me it's, it's you know? really up to you though yeah like that's 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 when i thought it'd be corny but then there's a certain line between corny and making it work. Like, I could give you a clip right now and just be like, these niggas ain't on my level. <laughs> yeah. And I could just, just give you all that and just, just tell you why. I didn't just be like, well, why they ain't on your level? They ain't doing what I'm doing. Yeah. They ain't moving like I'm moving. <laughs> yeah. They just like when you see somebody on a clip like, well, what's wrong? Like, when they ask, what's wrong with the auto world? Yeah, no, I'll just put it like this for my opinion. What's wrong with the auto world right now? Kids are content. You can go buy a fucking factory 500 horsepower car and think you're you're God's gift to the world. 
and you could dog me all the day in my 500 horsepower car. But the way that translate is, I give you my car, and that motherfucker break loose, no traction control, no air control. It's just you and that car, you're going to whop that motherfucker across something. And we've all done it. Yeah, I've sure. had a taste of cars doing that. But then at the same time, I respect it. And that's where I respect you because it's like, that's why I said production and the passion. You do this podcast shit, not for numbers, because you're passionate about it. You stay up at seven in the morning because you're passionate about it, because this is the shit you love. You don't have to do it, but you want to do it. Yeah. You don't need to do it, but you want. And the need and the want is what separates the nine to fivers to the hustlers. People mm. need a nine to five. I don't want a nine to five. Yeah. I need to survive, but I want to hustle. Yeah. You're right, dog. Maybe this episode will be the one. Just you never know. Where Snoop Dogg finds it. You never you never he's know. heartbroken right now. About what? His wife. She Le- fucked Dre. Oh, that was a real thing? Probably. Listen, man. Could have happened. Snoop's bummed out and he's like, you know what? T Pain's in the cars. I'm I need to do something come, different. Come on down, Uncle Snoop. I, I used to you. like Monte Carlos. Right. Snoop's crying right now. Let me see what this is about. And he watches this podcast. And then he shoots me a DM. That's it. You know what, Frankie baby, I want to be on your podcast. Well, I don't know why he's talking like that, but I'll, I'll go hey, Frankie baby, I want to be on your podcast. My wife, she just fucked Dre, and I want to talk about it. Say less, aunt. Come through. Come through, aunt. That's I'll it. smoke with them. You know, smoke one of those dread blunts. Oh, that he'd be that smoke. Sound, the saggy, the saggy joint. That sound egregiously fun. I don't partake in the 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 narcotics. But I don't look. I don't frown upon those who do. Have you smoked before? I've smoked before. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't like the way it feels right now, and I'll admit this. I take edibles okay. to help me sleep at night, yeah. because I can't like right now, like especially right now since I've been working and standing on my feet a lot. I'll take just take something. Uh, I think the indica. Mm. There's my indica yeah. in the couch. Knocks you I'll out. Just, I'll just sleep. Be, I'll, I'll eat it. Watch some Ace Vane on the YouTube. It's a dude who makes Batman. It's a Justice League parodies. I watch that. Chill with my girl and my beard. <laughs> and I just knock out. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. And it, and it helps so much because it's like I'd wake up sore for sure. shit, but I do stretch every morning for five minutes, and that helps, like, get the day started. So it's one of those I don't frown upon it. Yeah. Um, Like, I didn't like having to take it because I felt like I was against what I liked. Yeah. But at the same time, I take, like, ibuprofen, Advil, and shit like that, I don't get a, a mean stomach ache because you, if you eat, if you take that shit on an empty stomach, it gives <sighs> you an ulcer. I didn't know that. With the edible, I just eat, just eat a gummy real quick. Living life. Nothing, no side effects besides feeling happy. Yeah, for sure. That's the crazy thing about like certain certain medications and drugs or what have you. You know, like Mexican culture, you could be alcoholic when you're ten years old. Really? And just be like, ah, whatever. But if you smoke weed once, you fucking devil bro and, that, and that's the, the way i always looked at it what and it's just like, like i don't want to smoke it i don't need to smoke it because i'm not doing it outside the house mm. one time i ate an edible out and it went outside i was like what the fuck's going on it's too much shit going on i need to go back inside mm. because it's so like it's a sensory overload gotcha so i can like i'm sitting in here like why do i hear birds chirping 
why can I hear the the leaves whistling in the wind? I'm like certain shit like you can see the wind. Like bro, like not see the wind, but I can see like when the this sounds stupid, but when the wind blows, you see the the leaves move. Yeah. I'm like, why are these leaves so loud? Yeah. Why the fuck the power lines crackling? Shit like shit, you would just never notice. Like when you sit here, like why are these lights buzzing? You gotta enjoy it, bro. And I'm just just that's why I just sit down and watch TV. I was uh I was high at SEMA last year. Oh lord, it's fun. Just walking oh, around and you're just tripping out. And you see all kinds of people. It's not it's not like when I used to get high. Like when I used to get high, you know. But I'll mm. smoke a little pen here okay. and there. Walk around, check out everything. Just vibing. Man, see my after day and a half, you're like, I already fucking seen everything. That's how I be feeling, man. Dude. That's exactly how I be feeling. Like, especially with the SEMA crunch. Like my my thing is I am rushing to get my car done to do a burnout. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, to blow that shit up in front of everybody. I am rushing to do a burnout and then drive. But in my head, I have I had this vision. I want to drive down the Las Vegas Strip. Mm, beautiful. With my, with my car. No hood with the beautiful. supercharger on. Just do a couple pulls here and there. Get a little. Kick yeah. it out a little bit. Motherfucker sound like a NASCAR. Hell yeah. Like a night like cause a straight pipe LS ooh, with the cam with that text. The, the lane closest to the to the walkway. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh my gosh. Live life. Is that Fuck Paul it. Walker? No. <laughs> That's what daddy. it's about, bro. But yeah, after after a day and a half, I already ran into the same fucker every three time. times already. What's up? You already have so many meaningless conversations. What's up, man? How are you? How's business? Oh, How's those everything? those are the what I call time thieves. And then I hit him with the, like, man, how you been doing? And this is what, and I hate to do this. You run into me. There's a certain, like, there's a certain threshold. I'm going to talk to you. Talk to you. Whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop. Then you get into some other shit. Damn, for real? That's crazy. You got a picture? Me too, bro, for sure. Hit me up later. I'll talk to you about it. That'd be my conversation the whole time. Moving. Down thief. I got fucking. I Especially got, people are going to want to talk to you. Well, they talk yeah. about it. I, I take every conversation with a little bit of emphasis, but then some of it just goes out the window. For sure. Some people really talk. There's one dude, one dude in Michigan, forgot his name, young kid, came up to me crying. What the fuck you crying, nigga? Like, crying, crying? Crying. Like, bro, I never thought I'd see you in real life. And I was like, you know what? Gave him a hug. Appreciate that. That, that, that made me appreciate what I do more. Yeah. Every, cause everything, I won't lie. People get jaded. People do get jaded. But in my head, I'm like, bro. As soon as you think you're getting over this, just remember you used to push carts at fucking Home Depot. Mm, Facts. Never forget that manager who told you to go get his carts. Like, you don't own the store. You're just a store manager. Say, go get my carts. Go get my cart. Go get my. (laughs) He looked at me. It's raining. Where the fuck are my carts? I said, excuse me. I'm like, bro, it's raining. I don't care. Get my fucking carts. Oh shit. I'm like, fuck this dude, bro. Smoke them. Bro, like, and in my head, is he still at that Home Depot too? Yeah, still at that Home Sucking Depot. Dick. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to belittle him or nothing. I sit here and be like, "Bitch ass nigga, I make more than you." You can, but no, but no, but that's not that. That'd be out of that wouldn't. That's not my place. Because once once I get that mentality and say that, then it's all downhill. But it's like everything in moderation, right? And my my moderation is going back to that Home Depot, mm-hmm. knowing that I made it just to buy something. Spit on the floor. Don't never want to spit on the floor. <laughs> The why? Because he don't clean it. Somebody else got to clean uh, it. I respect on his. I respect the employees. On his picture on the wall or whatever. You know, that's my thing, dog, is I was just so, so cocky and so arrogant when I was younger. And then the older I got, the more life experiences, I like went a whole fucking 180, bro. And I'm like, 
so humble, dude. You know, even to the point I'll be with my wife and I'll be talking to somebody or someone will bring up some shit that like we've done or been to or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, that's cool, man. Oh, did you like it or whatever? And she's just like, you never even say like that we've been there or we've done this or you have them. Like, I don't know. I don't like I'm trying so hard not to be that person. But yeah. then sometimes I'm just like, man, fuck you. You know that that is still in me. In, in my head still in me dude my humbleness is and if people say excuse my language I always say I'm a nigga with a Nissan mm. and what I mean by that is the fact that that keeps me ground level and when I say that they're like man this that and other bro I'm just a brother I'm just a black dude with a car and that's what I mean but the thing is it's like I made these cars these cars didn't make me and that goes back to like the racing thing you take you take 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 take, take ten, 10 influencers take their cars away what can they offer you hmm. can they entertain you we could sit here and literally talk about anything except cars we could talk about sports we could talk about movies yeah we could talk about life the war in the middle east anything and i'd still be just as me as i am about a different topic yeah and that's what i feel separates me from the comp- the competitors in this field for I sure guess. yeah Fuck them. Fuck them. They, they don't got a fucking signed Eminem poster. They don't. That bitch ass fool sent me that poster. I didn't even want it. Who sent it to you? M did. Eminem sent you the poster? Eminem sent me that shit wants to be on the podcast. I hey, said, get the fuck. Hey, hey, he's coming down one day. And he going to sit. My, Mr. Mathers is going to sit right where I'm sitting. After Snoop. After Snoop. Because he has a lot of trauma. And he's like, you know what? I saw how you talked to Snoop and. Dre fuck Snoop's wife and well, like, he might just say fuck it I want to be on first ooh. and when that happens you tell him that I listen to his CD at my grandmother's house and I enjoy I still listen to fucking there's something about he whipped out his dick and caused a power outage <laughs> I was like yo yeah he's like go go gadget dick whip that go, shit go, out and dick. I was like bro Eminem cause people were like oh I don't like Eminem white cause he corny how they're fucking crazy it's cause they didn't they didn't grow up in that time and that's and that's and that's you had to be there you had to be there it's like a house party that you never went to and you're like that sounds lame and it's like no you weren't there like they don't know I fuck around and I've I've gotten to that like level sometimes where I doubt his greatness mm. bro 8 Mile is one of the greatest movies ever put that last scene on any grown man will come to fucking tears dog you know everybody in the 313 put your motherfucking hands up and follow me mm. come on everybody's had that feeling dog where they're just like this is my fucking 8 Mile That's then, hey what are you gonna do I'm going to work I gotta go to work after this that's, that's how I feel when I turn I get in the car I'll drink me a little C4 energy drink. <laughs> it is gonna sound just gonna sound corny. I'll put on some Lent biscuit. Ooh. And I'll just and I'll just fucking play my way. Hell yeah. The like my way, mini men, like every morning I listen to Mini Men by 50 Cent. Ooh. Every morning. Damn. That's a beautiful and you, song. And if you listen, don't don't listen to listen. Listen to hear it. Yeah. For sure. Whatever what he's saying. He's like, uh, many men wish death upon me, blood in my eyes, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be, and niggas trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. My back's on the wall, and you gonna see. Better watch how you talk when you talk about me, because I'll come and take your life away. To me, 
that it's not about for him it was about life probably life and death yeah for me it's about like bro like you got a path do what you need to do haters are everywhere and i know they're everywhere in a sense when my grandmother passed away there's only a few people there a few people there who really were like hey my bad mom dog my cousin was in the car the day my grandma passed away he's like you good oh i'll be okay i'm crying like grandma gone Nigga, get your shit together. You're going to be okay. Bet. God just wipe the tears, keep pushing. When his grandma died, it was sad. But wiped the tears and kept pushing. And the, the takeaway from that was when I started working at Hoonigan. And out the blue, some nigga was like, some guy was like, hey, man, how's it going? How's your grandma? Oh, she passed away. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Is everything okay? Yeah. Uh, then he'd be like, hey, man, you work at Hoonigan, right? Can I get some shirts? And I hit him with a damn Optimus Prime. Just stole my refrigerator, bro. The Decepticons is outside. Let me get back to you. All right, boss, man. Let me know when you get that situation handled. Let me know about them shirts. Get out of here, bro. Or when I go out to eat and I like offer to, sometimes I offer to pay. People piece, hey, man, yeah, whoop de whoop whoop. Some people won't pay me back. Mm. I won't, and I'm not going to press them. It just cost me $25 to figure out I don't have to hang out with you no more. Mm. That easy. The Bronx Tale. I was just telling my wife that the other day. It's true. It, it really yeah. is. Because you figure since you think I got it, there's a difference between, hey, man, oh, no, I'm good. Keep the money. Just worry about you. Just on me. That's the difference between this. That's what I'm thinking. What are we going to do? Like, bro, if you didn't have no money to eat, you could have just told me something. I'll cover you. I don't mind. Like, like I'm not going to deny another human food. Like, if you're hungry, you're hungry. But don't be a bitch about it. And be sure. on some sneaky snake shit and think just because, oh, you think I got it. No, nigga, I ain't got it. I'm just happen to have it right now. Yeah. I might not have it tomorrow. I might not have it the next day. But if I got it, I don't mind. That's when you got to start reevaluating people that you let in your life. Like, bro, nobody's grandfathered in anymore, dog. These relationships, they renew like fucking cell phone contract, bro. Mm. You feel me? And it's like we're not in the same wavelength that we were last year. Yeah, we had great memories, but that shit's in the past. Exactly. We if we're moving forward. If you give me any sort of feeling that makes me feel a certain way, I'm eliminating everything like that from my life, no matter who the fuck it is. Lickety so, split. Sit, dog. So either you're around or you're not. Either way, I'm gonna be cooking still. And and that's the thing. Like that's why I say I can trust those three: Matt, Josh, and Narina. No matter what I tell Narina, it could be be nasty. She don't judge me. She just like that's scary. I tell Josh, that's that nigga Gary. I tell Matt, that's scary. It's somebody I could call right now. I'm like, yo, I just can't. I can tell him I won the fucking lottery. What should I do? Well, let's reinvest it into something and make more money. Across the board, that's what those three things say. Those three people say. It's never, hey, man, we about to go buy something. Like, How are we going to make more money? Bro, I just want a billion dollars. So what? Let's make two billion. Oh, shit. I would want some lobster. Bro. Like, if you just right now, you got a text and it said, like, hey, by the way, you won the lottery. I would, shameless. I'd be like, hey, let's get some lobster. Bro, I want Let's get some lobster. Tomahawk steak. Fuck. Wrapped in a lobster. Bro. Like, steak. put three... And then burrito. Garlic butter. Ooh, mm. Garlic. A large cup of red Kool-Aid. Oh, shit. And a good move at the house, though. I don't want to be in public. I'll be at the house eating this. 
I wait, I'm in my drawers. Like one of those mukbang videos just, where just, it's just, just like just just, just. no, nah, I'm gonna be clean when I'm eating. Mm. Sitting there, sitting there. I'm, what movie I'm watching? I'm watching Baby Boy. <laughs> ba- that I that this to this day, Baby Boy. Uh, Back to the Future. Mm. What else is a movie I like watching? Fast and the Furious, mm. RoboCop, Transformers. There's a bunch of other movies I'm leaving out. A bunch of movies I am leaving out. But Baby Boy to this day, I think Tyrese should have won an Oscar. Damn, that's a crazy one. That one that that because it, it equates to everybody. It's a coming. It's the modern coming of age story. We all lived at our parents' house for a little bit longer than we should. Yeah. Hey, let's be real. Let's be real. Tyrese is a fuck boy in that movie. He got two baby mamas. He has to ward off the demoness at his job with the wet coochie. Mm. Maintaining civil life and he hustling. Mm. Like and Snoop's in that. Snoop's in that. Rodney. Hello, you got a call from the California oh, Correctional Facilities to accept the charges. Yvette, Yvette, no, nah, nigga, this ain't no motherfucking Yvette. Nigga, put a vet on the phone. Nigga, you don't even live there. Is this Jody? The Jody that got my boo pregnant? Running around the streets like a little ass boy can't take care of his responsibility as a motherfucking man? Nigga, you's a bitch. You do watch this, bro. Stuff. I watch it. This is like, who's that? I told you to put a block on my phone. This nigga, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You living at your mama's house? I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene in that movie where him and a vet are beefing. The Snoop Dogg's there with the all the um the dog pound. Yeah, and um he rolls up, and one of the dudes said, "This nigga on a bike." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't even know if I've seen that movie fully, bro. I've little, watched little pieces here. It's and there. it's it's a great movie because when you listen to Vin Rames, that applies to life. There's a scene in there. Vin Rames talks about the bartering system. He's like, "How you get this TV man to do a little work for my man? The bartering system do a little work for him. He come back and turn his TV for me. Mm. Same thing. Same thing. Oh man, how'd you get these parts for these cars? Do a little work for my man. Put out some content, and Ergo gave me these bolts. Yeah." What do you ask? He just he just asked that I be a good person, don't fuck him over, and don't touch other bolts unless you wash your motherfucking hands. Gary, thank you for today, bro. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, Mr. Great Frank. combo, dude. Um, much love, much success to you, dude. Likewise. Keep hustling, man. Always. You'll get it, whatever it is. It's coming. It's, it's coming. a process. It's one of those things like I tell people before I talk your off more. It's coming. For I can't sure. control how fast it comes. Pause. But when it comes, I'm going to be ready for it. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm going to see you at SEMA. I'll be there. I'm going to give you the fucking bullshit ass convo. Hey, what's up, Gary? How you been, man? Oh, How's man. business? All is well, man. You know, just good. making the hustling every day. Oh, living and surviving. Good, man. Good. Are you still doing the hoonigans? You're going to be over yeah, there? Yeah, I'm going to be over there. Come through. Oh, what time are you going to be over there? 11, uh, 11 to 3 o'clock. Oh, dude, I'll see you there, bro. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. All right, bet. <laughs> that's the SEMA combo. That's that's the. That's it. I got some meetings though. Some potential. Some potential. Live life. Yeah, I'm trying to Fuck just. Yeah. I'm trying to just be in Hawaii. Uh, living, bro, just chilling on the beach. Not giving a fuck. Not at all. Titties fuck out. Yeah. Eating two pineapple pizzas. Boy. Two large pineapple pizzas. Pineapples going pizza. Stop making me hungry i'm about to probably go get some barbecue after this anyway nah bro you gotta stick to it i'm meat it's meat Meat oh yeah yeah okay got bread pause bro whoa all the beef no pause (laughs) all homo all right gary so people listening right now where where could they find you at uh king anytime on instagram tiktok 
Gary King Jr. on YouTube, Booty Hustlers for their apparel, and um, if you want me in your house talking about drag racing, Hoonigan Channel. Hell yeah. All right, cool, man. Maybe and, on uh, Family Feud if Steve Harvey were hot, retire. Oh, shit, Steve Harvey. Shout out to Steve Harvey, bro. Right. He always had the crispy lineup, dude. After the show, he'll throw his little motivation, he little do. speeches. I like that. I fuck with Steve Harvey. I fuck with Steve Harvey. You have to. If you want something good to watch, uh, Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay with Steve Harvey, that would open my eyes. Mm. That's what taught me the difference between, like he says, explains before I talk to you, the difference between a movie star and a TV star. Mm. And the, the way he explains is you pay to see a movie star for a little bit of time and they go away. When you watch me on TV, this is him talking, you invite me to your house. You feel like you know me on a personal level. So when people watch me on Hoonigan, hey, I feel like I know you, bro. Dap them up. Give them a hug. What's good? You trying to hang out? Go get food. You ask anybody, that's usually nine times out of ten what we going to do if mm. I have the time. And that's what I appreciate, the people. Without without the people, I wouldn't be here. And I appreciate all of them. Hell yeah, bro. And that's why you're going to win. God willing. Good shit, bro. Hey, um, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys like this podcast. And... uh We'll see you next time. Peace. Stay black.